All right. Welcome back. We got another episode of Inspired by True Events podcast here. Um, we got another special episode. Um, we got a special guest with us. Um, and we got, obviously, the two loyal and consistent companions here. We got Kenny, Phil, and then we got um, one of our friends that we grew up with. Um, been through a lot of, a lot of battles with this guy, um, verbally with sports, um, even making weight. And Pop Warner with the with the trash bags on. <laughs> trash to make bags that, were on, baby. <laughs> to make that that weight at one thirty five at twelve years. One thirty five. We got Nell here with us. Um, What's going on, boys? So Nell, how you doing today, man? Good, not too bad. You know, hanging in there. What's going on? How you guys doing? Good, good, good. All right. So one of the things we usually do on this show is uh, we try to give a little information about ourselves. Uh, can you tell us your your favorite team out of all sports? I don't like football, so I like soccer. I'm an Inter Milan fan. <laughs> I got the jersey on. Okay. Nah, NFL, I'm a Rams fan. LA Rams, St. Louis Rams. I don't give it. I don't care. Been been a Rams fan since day one, since I was watching. I remember growing up, Super Bowl. I watched the 1999 Super Bowl, and they won. My dad was jumping up and down, going crazy. I was like, I love I love the Rams. Everything about them. I love the, I love Kurt, Kurt Warner when he was the quarterback. I love the coach, Dick Vermeil back then. I love the colors. I love the dome. That were Jones Dome. I always wanted to go. Never got a chance. Obviously, they're not in St. Louis anymore. But, yeah. you know, a St. Louis Rams fan. They switched over to L.A. I was crazy excited. I don't know if you guys remember the year they switched over to L.A. They had that Madden intro with Jeff Fisher as the coach, and they had Jared Goff as a quarterback. And, like, the intro was, like, Jared Goff throwing a touchdown pass to Tavon Austin for them to, like, make the Super Bowl or some shit. And I was like, this would never happen. <laughs> Tavon Austin can't catch. <laughs> Jeff Fisher's an awful coach. And Jared Goff was on the bench. And I was like, whatever. And everybody was hyped for the Rams. I think they went seven and nine that year. Uh, And that was all downhill from there. But we'll get into the Rams later. But that's my squad. All right. So so out of the the years of fandom and being a fanatic of the Rams, what's your favorite moment? Ooh. You know what it is, Lawrence. (laughs) <laughs> Lawrence, you that's your favorite that's your favorite moment listen the favorite moment uh, I, since i can remember we hit that 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 56 yard field goal greg, greg, the, leg. greg the leg oh man i still i'm getting chills right now just thinking about it baby that was that first off the non-pass interference call that was such that was so clean cleanest defensive player i've ever seen in my life 100 100 clean it, it was crazy how clean that was and then and then not only that but the Saints get the ball back and we and they can't do shit with it. John Johnson, baby. <laughs> best, listen, best this player. is this is a listen, this is a prime example. A prime example when you let losers win. Oh. Don't know how to win. And when they win, they oh. don't know how to act. <laughs> the prime example of that right there. But listen, I, I never want a damn that life. game. Listen, that game set me up for a lot of heartbreak as a Saints fan. But that game set me up for a lot of heartbreak too because a couple weeks yeah, after that, mediocre. Stop it. That's what you guys are. We deserved that game. You yeah, we went to the bowl and scored. How how many points you guys score in that bowl? I don't remember that game. You could have. How many points did you guys score in that ball? You could have let us. You could have let us go, and we could have got more than three. No chance. We no got chance. more than three. No chance. No, we could have got more than three. The Saints could have got more than three. No yeah. chance. No, no chance. Man. If the Rams, the Rams were the highest scoring offense in the league that year. 
That's a fact. That was the mm. highest scoring offense in the league that year. That, that was, was before they knew Todd Gurley had arthritis. That was the year. <laughs> that, that was the year where we had to let Todd Gurley ride the bench during playoffs. So we signed fucking CJ Anderson to come and tear up the Cowboys and then ran our way through the to the Super Bowl. And then Todd Gurley was like, nah, man, I can't play football anymore. All right. I know you can go on and on and on about the Rams. We're going to get to the Rams later on, but um, we're going to do the recap for week eight. Um, week eight was a really good week. I felt like uh, it was a lot of good games. Um, so, Phil, um, could you could you run it back uh, as far as the recap goes for the pickums? Okay. And the uh, records we got? Yep. For um, this upcoming week, last week, Lawrence, you're currently sitting at 9-16 and 16 in last place. So not at 500 yet, but you'll get there soon enough. <laughs> um, I'm at second place at 17 and nine and then Kenny's in first with 18 and eight. So literally one game behind Kenny. So can you better play it safe with those picks this week? So just a heads up. We don't play it safe, baby. <laughs> All right. And uh, who, who scored the, the highest points for the, the recap that we did pick? I believe it was the chiefs. I'm just going to double check real quick. Cause they played, they played the jets. I think oh. it was the chiefs. It was 35-9 for the for the. Team. No, it wasn't. Someone who – I think it was the Colts put up the most. Oh, that's right. Colts yep. played the line. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. They, right. they, they Colts were – Yeah, the Colts put up 40. Was clicking. Phillip Rivers, old man Rivers. <laughs> yeah, He's garbage. Speaking of Lions, did we all see uh, Matt Stafford's on the COVID list? Might not oh, be playing this weekend? Yeah, I saw that. Oh, oh, I got Marvin Jones. Who just shut down? Did the Falcons just shut down? No, the no, Niners, no, Niners just shut down. But Niners. they're still playing tomorrow. Oh, they are? Yeah. Safe. Safe. That's safe. All right. So going right to the pickums um for week nine. Kenny, what do you got for us? What you got for this got for us this week? All right. So for the games, we got we do the usual our Thursday night game. So we got the 49ers and Green Bay. Okay. Um uh, we have New Orleans and Tampa Bay, Seattle and Buffalo, Baltimore and Indianapolis. And Miami and Arizona. All right. So I usually I gotta start. It's gonna probably go me, Neil, uh, Phil, and then you, because right. obviously I'm the I'm the worst at this pick and shit. But um, what game do you want to start with? Start with Thursday. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday is what? Green Bay. Thursday Green. is Green Bay in San Francisco. Oh, Packers by <laughs> possession. Easily. Easily, I know you want to. I know you want to hold it down over there for the NFC West, but they hot garbage. Everybody's breaking their ankles and kneecaps. Listen, they got nobody. I, I'm Debo's I'm, out, Kittle's out. I agree. I agree. I, I'll I'll pick. Uh, if I'm next, I'll pick the Packers. Um, I, it's just gonna be tough. You know, you got Aaron Jones out, Alan mm-hmm. Lazard out, David Bakhtiari out. Oh yeah, true. Jamal Williams out. Uh, <laughs> but San Francisco. Their injury list. I mean, they're starting to look like they're starting to look like a XFL team with their injuries. They, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Grapple is out. George Kittle out. Uh, the the list is just on and on. That they got the Super Bowl hangover with injuries, man. They're just beat up, beat up bad. So I, I'm gonna go Packers. I'm gonna go 27-24 Packers. Most close. Yeah, Packers have no defense. <laughs> I'm gonna have to uh, zero defense. Go with Packers as well. This is pretty much going to be Devontae Adams' game. No yep. Sherman. So, expect him to go off. That's going to be pretty much the only offense because Lazard's out. Aaron Jones is out. Everyone's out. 
So I'm going to say Packers 27-17. I'm also going to go with the Packers because there's absolutely nobody in San Francisco anymore. Um, But if you need a fantasy running back this week, Dexter Williams from Green Bay might be your guy because they're going to have nobody else there in the backfield. And um, I think Devontae Adams is going to go off, obviously, but I think that Packers are going to get out to a big lead. They're going to just need a garbage time points. Dexter Williams to play this week if you need to play the waivers like happened, I do every week. What happened to Irvin? Irvin is there. He's their fourth back right now. He's listed behind Dexter Williams. Oh, okay. Because <clears throat> I know he plays. He's like the the scat back. He moves around and, and gets receptions and stuff like Which, that. Which, just another, just another thought on the Packers. They do have two people on the COVID list. So, th- if they test tomorrow and more players are positive, you could lose out. You know what I mean? So I mean, right. uh, with Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams was on the COVID list. That running back room is in threat for COVID. You never know how it works. You know anybody on offense, and they also have a linebacker, Kamal Kamal Martin. I don't know if he starts or not, but he was on. He's on the COVID list as well. So it's yeah. just, just you never know. And like the Niners had someone test positive today too. We don't know who it was. So that who was it? Wide receiver Kendrick Bourne. Oh okay. Oh okay. Okay. So hopefully hey. Debo Samuel is nowhere near him. Brandon Brandon Ayuk. I'm in the flex. Ayuk, he said flex. he said his pro player that he most resembles is Devontae Adams. That's what Ayuk said. Ayuk? Yep. He said he most resembles Devontae Adams as a pro player. Okay, interesting then. So I don't I mean probably I don't not body probably not body type, but he probably feels like he does the same thing. So I don't know. I don't think he catches like him. I don't think he runs out <laughs> like him. We got a small sample size though, right? Yeah, that's he only true. Been I mean, he's in definitely good. Games. Listen, he's definitely a freak athletic wise. That hurdle. Yeah. I mean that's a, that's a body. He caught a body with that hurdle. So, <laughs> all right, what we got next, Kenny? The next one is New Orleans and Tampa Bay. Um, I think it's gonna be a really tough game. Um, I think the Saints take it if Slant Boy is there. If Slant Boy is not there, if San, uh, Sanders isn't there, we got problems. But we, we need, but we need an official pick from you because New we're not going to be playing this. Okay, the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints. They got to take it. Plain and simple. Must win. Nielsen. Uh, I don't. I don't think anybody's touching the Buccaneers right now. They not only are they on fire, but Phil, you definitely seen this before. Tom Brady's in that zone. He is not missing throws. That throw to Scotty Miller in the back of the end zone last week, that he dropped. That was a he dropped that. He just dropped it. Right Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out. You talking about he's not missing throws? Did you watch the Giants game? Oh, he's missing God. people left and right. All right, let me let me, let me, let me, let me go back. Let me think. The, the game he before that. He missed three passes in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So let me let me let me retouch on that. So Tom Brady, <laughs> yeah, Tom he was killing not, in that game, but the Giants, Danny, Tom Brady's Danny. not missing throws. And trust me, the Giants. I don't know, man. The Giants have a tough defense. They their defense is no joke. They I watched the game against the Rams. That's yeah, no joke. Right defense. It's not terrible. And, terrible. And, and let me They're tell you, good. What, They're athletic. There's one thing, one thing that Tom Brady himself will admit is that he hates playing against the Giants, 100%. He gets the shakes anytime he plays against those those dudes, the, the Super Bowl memories, everything. So, you know, I, I still think he's in that zone. I think the offensive firepower is too much. They got AB. Uh, he's he's active for the game. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's active for the game. Yep. They active. got two. They got the two-headed monsters in the backfield, Fournette 
Mm-hmm. And Ronald Jones. Rojo. Yeah, he's a beast. They got Mike Williams. I love him. Uh, I love him as a running back too. He's really good. Yeah, he's a beast. Gronk Gronk is coming back. I mean, he's not just a blocking tight end anymore. He's he's starting to figure out the offense. He's starting to get back on the same zone. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay. I'm gonna go Tampa Bay for 34. I'm gonna go Saints 31. So by a field goal. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Tampa Bay as well because, like it, like um. It depends on if Michael Thomas ends up playing or not, which I probably don't see him. Mm-hmm. And it, it's going to be on that show where you have to rely on Alvin Kamara and Buccaneers have that run defense built to stop him, sort of. So they can at least contain him a little bit to make Drew Brees actually try to, you know, to get his receivers involved, which I don't see happening. So I'm going to say Buccaneers 24-20 maybe. It'll be a close one, though. 24-20, Buccaneers. Y'all are real nice. Y'all are real nice. There we go. Lawrence, I told you it's the beginning of the it's end. The beginning in of the New end. Orleans. You said that last week. It's the beginning of the end in New Orleans. <laughs> I've been saying it. And y'all been getting lucky, oh, squeaking my. by here, squeaking by there. Squeaking by? You squeaked by the Chargers. You squeaked by the Bears. You are squeaking by. You ain't squeaking by old man Tom and Antonio Brown. Oh, listen, and listen, I've been seeing people say, well, it's AB's first week. How much do you know the system? Do we forget that Bruce Arians was the offensive coordinator in Pittsburgh? Byron Leftwich was his quarterback in Pittsburgh. Antoine Randall was also in Pittsburgh. This is a Pittsburgh offense. Antonio Brown has been running this offense his whole career. Are you kidding me? AB is about to show us why he was considered the best receiver in the league. Tom Brady is about to go nutty, and they're going to win this game 34 to 17. Oh, that's wow. This is, that is, bro. Hold on for a minute. You need to take that, that background out because you're just lying now to the people. You're oh. just lying. No way the Saints score 17 points. Can I get a, You're right. They a, might score less. Can oh I get a stat goodness. line for AB? What are we thinking for AB? AB? AB's, AB's, oh, he's going oh, to light, oh, light it up. He's going to so? have about, I'll say up. probably about five for like 93 and a touchdown. Okay. There, there's too many mouths to feed. Who's Lawrence? Who's gonna Who's gonna guard him? Not Lattimore. Who's gonna guard him? Yeah, who's gonna guard him? Listen, all I'm hoping for is Marcus Williams and Malcolm Jenkins to do their jobs and to be where they're supposed to be. The corners, I've get. Listen, I didn't give up on them, but I'm gonna be realistic. Lattimore look real pedestrian. What's wrong with him? Because he looks like I, you know he he's right now he's playing like I'm watching him. He's playing like he doesn't have. His laces tied. That's how he plays <laughs> cornerback right now. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, Ruff. Hold on, Ruff. Let, let, let me tie my shoe. He's bro, he's out there like last week. Allen Robinson put uh Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He put him into he had his knee on the ground, put him in a spin cycle on an out route. I'm like, yo, they just look bad. And then Malcolm Jenkins needs to stay in the box. He needs to never leave the tackle to tackle box because anything else, he sucks. But I think, like I said, I think the Saints take it. They find a way. Um, it's going to all depend on if, if Slant Boy's there or not. If Slant Boy's not either, there, it don't mean nothing. I think it means I a think, lot. I think the game. What are you if, talking about? I think man? the game is going to come down to turnovers. Which team yes. can turn the other team over? Yes. I think it's going to come down to defense. And I right now, 
the way I'm looking at it, yeah, Tom Brady looked bad against Newton, the Giants, but the Giants, in my opinion, have a better defense than the Saints right now. Of course, the Giants' record is worse, but I think they have a more athletic. I think they have a better defense than the Saints. <laughs> Saints are not good on defense. And I and I personally believe that Tom Brady is not going to turn the ball over as much as as much as Drew Brees and his bro. Stop it! Stop it! Stop I it! We're, yo, we're yo, we're glad to have you on this show, <laughs> but don't ever fix your no. mouth to say the Giants no. got a better defense than the Saints. Right? Are you? I'm just crazy? telling you right now, man. Right now, I'm telling you. They are young and athletic over there. Jabril, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Julian Love. You got Rankins. You got Jordan Hendrickson. You got um, Davenport. You got other people that are good. Demario, they just added Kawan. Honestly, I think they're very comparable. I'm not sure I'd go as far Thank as to you. say the Giants are better, but but I think you, you could have better. the conversation. Yes, you can have the conversation, but I don't think they're better. They're better defense than the Saints. I, I just don't think that. I don't think that's that's accurate. Is Quan as much as Kenny wants to agree with Kwan you, he knows he knows yeah, yeah, he's because of COVID. He's got no no, he's got to pass the physical first, right? He's got a well, he's got a messed a pretty, up ankle. I think he well, did. I don't know about all that, but yeah, I know you, you gotta be in um quarantine for like 10 days oh, or that's something. Right. Like that. oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, he um he passed it because they wouldn't have traded for him. That's oh, yeah, that's right. yeah, the, yeah, trade, the, the trade went through. That's right. Okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he hasn't played yet. I don't think he's played yet this year. Or it's been a couple weeks since he's played. His ankle, his Ooh. high ankle, was messed up. Uh, well, just so we all know, Trent Williams, uh, Brandon Ayuk, and Debo Samuel have been added to the COVID list. Oh my gosh, this that, is this is crazy. Listen, listen, that's you. You better be careful, Green Bay. You're you're gonna start testing your players. They're all gonna be compiled. This is what, what are you gonna have? We have a second string game tomorrow night, <laughs> right? If you're all right, all right. Rogers, got, I'm not getting on the plane. All right, we I'm got not... off top. We got off topic here. Let's go to the third game, man. All right, uh, Seattle game. and Buffalo. Ooh. Oh man, where are they playing? Uh, at Buffalo. It's at Buffalo. There you go. At Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Russell Wilson. <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a 1 p.m. It's a 1 p.m. game also. Russell Wilson. That's your pick, Russell Wilson. Yep. All right, Russell Wilson down. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson, that's it. And Russ, we trust. I put this danger, Russ. <laughs> so, uh, I hate the Seahawks. <laughs> I hate everything about the Seahawks. I hate Pete Carroll and his gum. They fucking choose all on the sideline. I hate him. I hate DK Metcalf. I hate that he fell to the Seahawks. I hate Russell Wilson. I hate them all. That's unfortunate. I'm Damn. going Buffalo. By three, because I think Seattle's finally going to play a defense that knows how to to guard somebody, and it's going to be it's going to be Buffalo by a tight one. It's going to be tight, but I think they can sneak it out. Seattle, we got to also remember Seattle had, doesn't have a running back. The, who's their running back Dallas. right now? Dallas. 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 Yeah. He played exactly. good football though. He's playing good football. He did. He did, he did. He did play he good, football good football against the against the Bears, who have a good a good defense. But I don't think. I don't know. I don't think they have enough right now to get past the Bills' defense. I'm going to go 27-25? Uh, 27, 27-25? No, 28-25. 28-25. Yeah, Bro, why you calling Russ out like that, man? You know he bad. He's a bad man. He finds a way no matter what. No matter what. But Go ahead. I'm good with um, Seattle, just based off the opposite of what he said. Because the Buffalo defense hasn't been like last year's Buffalo defense. It's been a little shaky there. So that part. It and it's it's guaranteed either Metcalf's gonna have a good game or Lockett's gonna have a good game. So 
it just depends on who's feeling it that day. So and guard them all. Say Buffalo. I mean, sorry, Seattle wins by ten, maybe thirteen points. So I'm going to go with them. I got Seattle by a touchdown. Uh, I think Russell Wilson's feeling it. Um, Buffalo just won their Super Bowl last week. They finally beat the Patriots, even though they're not the Tom Brady Patriots. They're very excited. Um, Seattle is still playing uh, to make sure they keep control of that division and trying to get a one seed in the NFC. So I think Seattle wins. It's just I don't think you have enough DBs to keep up with Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf. And Greg Olson is no joke as a tight end. And uh, they said, um, I just read something. They said uh, Carson might, he might try to give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah they said they're going to reevaluate him tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. And that'd be great for my fantasy team. Seriously, I have hurt in that one. Tremendous. Back, man. Tremendous. But, you know, also, if he goes out there and he tries and he hurts himself even more, it's, it's even worse because now you started him. Right. I started somebody that has zero points. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, next what, game. The next game Baltimore and Indianapolis. It's a sneaky game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. Listen, man. It's a sneaky game. What's the name? Let me down, man. Told Lamar you, let, Lamar. Last week he let me down, and I'm not betting on him again this week. Colts defense, <laughs> Colts defense is hot right now. No joke, that Colts defense. And they, and I feel like they find a way to win the game. Um, I think if Philip Rivers doesn't throw any picks or any strip sacks or anything like that, I think they could find a way to win the game. Because and and Leonard is back too, so he's gonna be able to if he needs to spy Lamar, if need be. So I don't know. I think yep. I think the Colts. I I agree with uh, with Lawrence. I also don't know wh- what happened to Baltimore last week with injury wise. They lost Stanley, right? He's done for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to it was it Judon? Yeah. He got ejected. Did he no suspension for that? I don't think, right? Nope. Ingram's okay. questionable. Mm-hmm. Ingram's questionable, but they got they got good running Dobbins backs. Dobbins is better anyways. Dobbins is better. And they got they got that other young one too. Gus Edwards. Yeah, he's a young blood. He's he's good to go. Um, I just I think listen, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson, I don't know. I don't know if people are starting to figure him out. I don't know if the league's starting to figure him out a little bit. You, you spy him. Don't let him don't let him run on you. Don't let him move around in the pocket. Um their wide receivers are not good. They have one wide receiver, Marquise. That's it. They got Hollywood. That's all they got. Des Bryant is he playing this week? No, no. he's still in the practice squad. Yeah, he's got to prove himself if he's even like ready to go game ready. I think, I think Des. I think Des could help them if they could get him up there. Um, I mean, they have a true number one in Mark Andrews. They got a they got a deep threat in Hollywood, but they need that Des for that in between. You know that that five yard curl routes. You know the, the big man. But Colts defense is no joke. Philip Rivers is heating up. I'm gonna go Colts 28-27. Yeah, they need they definitely need a number one receiver because to me, having a tight end as your primary uh target that's rough that's rough. Yeah, you can plan for rough. a tight end. You can game plan for a tight end. It's hard to game plan for a number one. All right, Phil. What about you, man? This one, uh, I'm gonna go with Baltimore because after last week, I'm pretty sure everyone on that team is pissed off and they're hearing all the media saying everything about them. Also, the Marquise Brown tweet, him being upset with touches, so who knows? We, we might see Marquise Brown go off this week due to him having a lack of touches. And I just don't trust Philip Rivers at all, all this year. It's basically been the <laughs> run game for Indy this year. So it's been, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's hurt. He's questionable to play. And 
Hines is, is iffy, and the other one, uh, who's the other indie running back? Well, Marlon Mack's been out all year. Jordan Taylor. Jordan Taylor, Knight Hines. I think there was someone else, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah, I just see Baltimore. Um, I think it will be closer than everyone expected. You're talking about Wilkins. Yeah, Wilkins. That's what I'm talking about. Wilkins. Yeah. So, I see Baltimore winning a, a close game, probably by four. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I thought I was going to be the only one who picked the Colts, so I'm kind of upset that Lawrence and Neil decided to hop on the bandwagon here. I'm going <laughs> with Indy, too. Um, I, I think the book is out on Lamar. Uh, I mean, I think he's still a good quarterback, but I think that if you have a fast defense and Darius Leonard is fast enough to keep up with him, I think that's all you need. If you look at Lamar Jackson's numbers uh, since coming in the league against the – it was the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Steelers, who all had speed defenses or a guy that can spy him, he's he's – won one of those games I think it is and his numbers he looks mediocre yep. so I'm just I'm thinking Darius Leonard is enough to hold him and like Phil said Marquise Brown has been complaining I think that might be a bad thing they might try to force him the ball a little bit and Lamar is not the greatest passer he's a good passer but if he has to turn into a one-dimensional player I don't think he can win you the game not he's yet not, he's not a pocket quarterback at all he right. needs to move around yeah right he needs to keep his eyes up too because soon as the blitz comes or anything he's looking straight down the run Every single yeah. time, instead of looking for a guy in the flat set is wide open from where the blitz is coming from. But and the Colts, man. the Colts defense against the run is no joke. They will stop the <laughs> run and they'll turn that into a passing. And they got D fours too. D4's yeah, Buckner. Buckner is a monster. Yeah. And Philip Rivers is a gunslinger. I mean, like he, and the he's, Baltimore, a, he's a gamer, like, man. He's that's what gamer. I'm saying. Like, like he'll, he'll oh, throw yeah, five picks, true. and he is not afraid to go out there and keep throwing no, the ball. He doesn't care. We got another another thing to factor into. I just I, I kind of didn't say. Oh it. yeah, is Humphrey's Marlon out. Humphrey's on COVID list? So that's oh, gonna be big. That's, that's gonna be big because he just announced that he had it uh, earlier this week. Oh, that's yeah, big, he man. played the game with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing. Oh man, but like he'll never play again. Seven to zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All Next right, so game we got a yeah. uh, Cardinals and Dolphins. Woo. Yo, Neil, you know who I'm going with, man. Oh, man. You know who I'm going with. The Dolphins. You know why? Yeah, the they just beat the dog shit out of the Rams. Oh, That's oh. why. That's why. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Who was in the second game? They got no film on him. He yeah. barely did anything. Nothing. They're going to eat to. He, He's going to squeak out two or three more wins until they figure out, all right, this is the full playbook. This is what he's going to do. This is his tendencies. Right now, they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance against them. Um, I think they, the way they, if they can get turnovers, I think they could definitely win the game. So, and they got fast linebackers and things like that. So, look, the bad toddler going to have, he's going to have trouble. Bad toddler. Yeah, you know, I'm. listen, I watched that. I watched the Miami team for an hour and a half last week. And that team is – that defense is no joke, man. That Byron Jones, he is a monster. Top five, top three corner in the league for sure. Monster. Their offense is dog shit. They can't do anything. They – I don't – I don't. They and they traded their wide receiver that they – well, Pierre Williams or whatever his name was, they traded him. Preston? Preston Williams. They traded no, him. They, they, they traded – yeah, nah, Isaiah they Ford, Ford, they Ford. Oh, Isaiah they're not Ford, trading. Okay. Yeah, they're not gonna get rid of the two dogs. Uh, Isaiah you got Ford. Williams, yeah, Williams and Parker. So, 
I watched what they did to the Rams. The Rams are a much better team than the Cardinals. Uh, Brian Flores is much better team than the Cardinals. Brian are they? Flores, much better team than the Cardinals. Brian yeah, Flores actually, actually no... you're right. You're right. You're right. Chandler Jones is down now, so there's there's a oh. type of wash with Aaron Donald now. So Aaron Donald pushes him over the edge. Stop it. Listen, Brian Flores is probably the, if not top three best defensive coaches in the league. That man is insane. He can scheme for anybody. Uh, he's he's crazy. So he's gonna figure out this Arizona offense. He's gonna he'll stop somebody. He'll stop Kyler Murray from running around on him. Um, I got Miami twenty eight twenty four. All right. Um, but you guys picking in Miami? I'm gonna go with Arizona. Just you know, just to get my just to catch up with Kenny. Pretty much no personal reasons, but. They're coming off a bye. They're coming off the uh, Seattle win, so everyone's in a good mood. They're going to try to get more um, throws to Christian Kirk. Ken and Drake might be coming back, so it's just pretty much um, can the uh, Miami what I mean Miami defense catch up with the uh, Arizona weapons, and I see them doing that in a fairly close game. Probably I'll go with uh, Arizona wins by uh, less than seven, so maybe three or four tops. Yeah, Drake Drake is gonna be out. It's Ed, is the Edmund show now. Oh, yeah, same same play. thing. Same thing that happened last year is happening now, but it's happening yeah. earlier. Yeah, Drake yeah. got there. Yeah. Drake was going crazy high, yeah. and then he he basically planed out, and then Edmonds came out of nowhere and took the spot. So Ruined my fantasy. Edmonds Edmonds was going crazy against Seattle too. He was going nuts. I could go crazy against Seattle's defense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with the. Uh, oof, who am I gonna? You know what? I'll go with the Cardinals too. Too much Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins. I just I still love DeAndre Hopkins. I know that the the Dolphins have a good defense, but D Hop is I, he's done his whole career with no talent at the QB position. So I think he's just gonna keep doing it. I think that the uh, Cardinals are good enough on offense to put up enough points that Miami doesn't have a good enough offense to keep up with them. But like Neil said, Brian Flores, great defensive coach, sneaky. He's going to be a dark horse for coach of the year because the Dolphins are doing way more than anyone gave him credit for. But yes. I think that the Cardinals are going to win this game. I know that owner. I know that owner mad as shit. He's like, I want to keep tanking. <laughs> more first round pick. Oh, man. All right. So that was, that was the fifth pick, right? Yep. All right. So going from there, are man. What'd you say? Are we going to do high scoring? Team? Yeah, yeah, we're good. we could do that. Um, so out of that, out of the, any, out of all the games through the next week or this week coming up, um, who do you guys think is gonna score the most points? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Respectable. Uh, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I think they're gonna tear up San Francisco. I'm gonna, I think they're gonna tear them up. I'm gonna go with um, Pittsburgh with the way the Cowboys have been playing. So I'm gonna go Pitt. Go. go Pittsburgh. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I'm gonna go. So, oh my gosh! I'm not even. Gonna, the Steelers are definitely gonna score the most. They got the bum Cowboys. Um, I'll say, I'll say the Chargers. Chargers against the Raiders. Um, the Chargers been rolling. Um, back to then they back to back weeks with like thirty plus. Yeah. So you just can't hold the lead. They're worse than the Falcons at that. Let's speak on it, please. <laughs> Stop talking about my team when these guys have had 17 point leads four weeks this year and blow them, blowing them all. Let's stop acting like the Falcons the only team to do it. All right, so let's get right into it, man. The Chargers. Hey, shout out, shout out to Dre. Dre is a Chargers fan. 
That might be the cover. Chargers can't hold the lead. But um, what do you guys think about the Chargers and their inability to uh, to basically keep leads and to win games? Because if they won all the close games they've had since last year, they would be a pretty dominant team. It's just got to be it's got to be a personality thing by now, because, I mean, this has been happening for too long. It's something something's going on in the locker room. It's, it's a confidence thing. There's something going on where they feel same thing with the Falcons. They feel like they get up and they're like uh, they feel it slipping away, even though it really isn't. And they let it happen to themselves. It's just it, there has to be a mindset change in the locker room for it to change. It just has to happen or they're going to continue a, to drop. I think it's a coaching personality thing because you see in Atlanta, since we've had Raheem Morris, like you could see, we played the Panthers. Like, yeah, the games they get close, we're not blowing twenty point leads anymore. Let's be, let's let's get that straight. But yeah. like, it, when the game starts, when the game starts to get close, the you could, the players aren't getting tight. Like Anthony Lynn, I think is a great coach, but I just think that he's lost that locker room. And when st- when push comes to shove, these guys are getting too nervous and can't close out the game. And he doesn't know the right thing to say or the right thing to do to stop that from happening. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I mean. Herbert's having a great rookie season. It's just he can only do so much, him and the offense. Mike Williams is showing up. He's, he's basically making it work with some receivers you haven't even heard of. So it's just something's got to change on the defense and coaching side of the side. Also, too, keep in mind, Derwin James has been out the past two years, too. Yeah. He's a big part of the defense. That's yeah. like, that's got to be a, two years ago when Derwin James is there. They're a playoff team at what, 13 and three? He's been out the past two years, and now they're uh, bottom half of the league. And Joey Bosa's on a Bosa's. he's on a snap count. He yep. only comes in on money downs after a fat contract extension too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and a little a little hard knocks curse this year too. Yep. That's a real thing. The hard knocks curse is. is a real thing. It is. <laughs> I think only one team's gotten to the playoffs. It was the Jets that one year. The Rams. The two thousand nine, two thousand ten year. Yep. Rams missed it the year they were after they were on it too. Yep. Oh man. But no, I think um I think just it could be just a number of things. You guys hit on a lot of good points. I think it's the urgency. Like there just needs to be that person like, all right, let's put this game away. Where's the leader? Yeah, like I feel like they go out there, it's like a 17-point lead with like eight minutes left. There's not that guy like, yo, this possession, we gotta score. Like Let's end them right here. That's going to be four possessions or whatever it is. They're like, all right, all right, let's just move the ball. And then they just – they get to the point where, oh, shit, it's three and out. They kick the ball off. Then the team is getting the ball back. They score real quick. And then they're all just lost. But, yeah, I think it's injuries too. Mel, uh, what is it, Melvin Ingram? He went down last week. Um, he just got back on the field. I think it was like 30 snaps in. He's on a kneeling on the ground and he's going off on a cardigan. So like, Austin Eckler done. They oh, yeah. got, mm-hmm. They're trying to figure out which running back to give the ball to right now between Kelly and, and it needs to be Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. 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 Oh, he's a, nah, he's a spark though. Like he is he good, man. And he's got the passing game skill too. Right. He showed that he showed that when uh, Melvin Gordon was there too, when Melvin yeah. Gordon went down yeah. and then Eckler had got hurt a little bit yep. and he came in his rookie year. He's playing pretty good. Yep. Um, but man, going from there, man, let's, uh, let's get right into the Ravens and Steelers. Um, and what you guys thought of that game, the battle of the North game of Thrones. what you guys think of that? Man, that I think was it was exactly crazy. what I said it was going to be. Uh, the Steelers came to play. 
and they got the they got the book on Lamar Jackson. I mean, the, he like he's a good quarterback. I just think if you have a fast defense, he you take away the best part of his game. And if he can't be out of the pocket and do all the things he wants to do, he can't be Lamar Jackson. He's good. He's he's even great. He's just not the world beater that everyone thought he was last year. Like it, it happens. You have a great year. They get the tape on you, and now you have to see can you bounce back and can you beat the tape. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Just just throwing some stats. I mean, the numbers don't lie, but in this case, this is one of the cases where the numbers are going to lie to you. You look at total yards, 457 to 221. Uh, passing yards, 192 to 173. Rushing yards, 265 to 48. Like, are you kidding me? That's insane. But you got to go to uh, turnovers. That's what it comes down to, turnovers. Yeah, because you, you, you can play poorly, and it can so, balance out when you don't turn the ball over. Uh, the Ravens lost two fumbles and what, mm-hmm. threw two picks. Uh, so four turnovers to one turnover. Playing and against that, a defense that is stingy. No joke. Yeah, they're no joke. And it's, their offense, Pittsburgh offense is no slouch either. They, they got the wide receiving core of old now. They got <laughs> what, Claypool, Deontay Johnson's no no joke. Um, Juju's Juju, obviously. Juju's, Juju's back like, looking better than ever, man. They're, they're no joke. James Washington might be the best fourth receiver in the NFL. <laughs> James Washington is, and he's a flyer too. He can stretch the field easy. So Eric Ebron is a phenomenal tight end. I think, oh, he just needs to hold on to the ball a little bit more. Right. I mean, he, yeah, he's he's good. He's good. I mean, and of course they have one of the best coaches, if not the best, the best coach in the league. He coach of the year. He's an insanely good coach, and Big Ben just never stops. Ageless wonder. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers are no joke, but but we've seen this many times with the Steelers before. How many times before did everybody say, oh, Steelers are Super Bowl champs, Steelers are going to Super Bowl, back when they had Lev Bell, A.B. And what happened? They ran into New England. I was going to say, do we know what the difference is now? Tom Brady is not in the AFC anymore. But you know who is in the AFC (laughs) is Kansas City. Yes, but so, do you know who's been Kansas City's kryptonite ever since Andy Reid has gotten there? It's been the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, they haven't had Pat Mahomes yet. I'll give you that. Yeah. But just in general, the the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers are to the Kansas City Chiefs what the Patriots were to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. Yo, man, listen. That game was just sad to watch, man. I was watching this. I seen the ball go flying 15 yards forward. I'm like, I'm like I bet money on y'all and just – What's going like? What is going on, bro? And Lawrence, I believe, I believe you said to bet the under of this game. What? Uh, the Steelers Ravens game. You said to bet the under of this game. He did, and you were wrong. Um, what? What did I? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You did, did say bet? to bet the under. Did I? But did I actually do that though? Because once, once I get, you're giving out false ads. Yeah, see, I, Neil, this is this is what he does, Neil. Because like, see, he he said um, <laughs> that the Falcons were gonna lose, right? And then he went and picked the Falcons on his parlay, right. and then he tried to text me and Phil and say, "Well, since I bet money on the Falcons, can I switch my <laughs> pick?" No, no, that's not how it works. No, no. no. See, this is what he does. Hold He's basically saying, with enough money, you can change your pick. We can change our pick on. <laughs> right? You feel me? That's that's facts right there. Yeah, I bet the over. I bet the over at forty six and a half, and I picked the Steelers. When I got to the kiosk, when I got to the kiosk, my mind switched. And and on the podcast, he said Ravens and and the under. He's telling me to bet the under, and then he's over here betting the over. (laughs) And and he's telling you Baltimore's going to win. Listen, listen, Steelers. If you want to listen, listen. Anybody watching this podcast, you're running it back. You're going to that kiosk to make your bets. 
ten dollars cash at Venmo to get the real pick because no. I'm lying. No, because I'm lying. No. I picked this. Y'all, y'all saw the shit I put in the group. I I had the over 46 and a half, and I picked the Steelers. I felt real different once I got to that kiosk. <laughs> and that's just honesty, bro. You no, listen. I was like, I was like this. Yeah, Ravens, Ravens under, Ravens under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Speaking and that of- ticket was hitting, bro. That ticket was hitting. And then somebody hit, somebody bullshitted and just kept running the ball with like nine minutes left. And then just ticket fell out. But- Speaking of sports betting, FanDuel, can we get Sportsbook, please, in New York? I mean, what please. the hell? Can oh, we get please. I'm tired of having to drive please. the casino. I don't How go- do y'all – that's my thing. How do y'all legalize it? But then we can only then, go to one place. That's it. Like, why can't I get? Why can't I get sportsbook? The- <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, going from there. Um. Another game that I f- was nerve wracking for me because I'm a fan of the team is the Saints and the Saints and the the Bears last week. Um. What y'all think of that? Yo, did uh, Gardner Johnson get his chain back? I know he didn't have a chain on. He just he thought he did. He thought oh. he did. What did he rip that? What did he? Pull I didn't know. He thought he thought he had. He thought he had one on. I don't think he ever. I don't think he wears it. Did they? Did they figure out what that was about? He said he spit on him or something. He, yeah, he, he spit, spit on him, him. and he poked so, Anthony Miller in the eye. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Defend him. Go defend no, no, him. No, 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 no. I'm not defending him. him. I didn't defend him. I'm not defending him. Listen, he's a. You're asking me. I'm gonna say Gardner Johnson got to be a punk because Slant Boy dotted him in practice too. No, I'm not going to defend he, him. I didn't I'm not calling him. him a, I'm not calling him a cornerback anymore. He's a punching bag because Michael Thomas done beat up on him. Whoever this man was done beat up on him. That's what he is. He's a punching and, bag, bro. Listen, you want? I want to listen. I want to expect you to understand. You see it like you see it as like a fan, but DBs are the biggest dickheads on football teams. This is how they act, like he read like when he poked uh, Anthony Miller in the oh, face. Oh, listen, I'm hearing his you, but. But I, I've watched football for a long time, and I don't see DBs just getting punched all the time. I mean, I saw the Cortland Finnegan, Andre Johnson play, but that, <laughs> but I mean, uh, Gardner Johnson got punched by his teammate two weeks ago. No. Now he's getting punched on the field. Because he's listen, an listen. Another thing is, there was no film. Like they ran back film of what it could have been about was the Anthony Miller thing. We didn't see nothing with him. It must have been Anthony Miller. Yo, he ripped my mopies off in the huddle, and he said, like, "All right, bet, bro, I got you." And then ripped his mouthpiece off. He put his fingers inside his face mask yeah, to try to take his eyeball I out. I said he not the mouth. He put his in his I eyeball for his mouthpiece. When when are NFL football players going to realize that punch people in the helmet doesn't do anything? Doesn't do anything. Like doesn't first, do anything. Like bro, we all, listen. We have all five played football at one point in our lives. There's a there's a shoulder pad, chest piece. Maybe you got rib guards on. <laughs> punch him in the stomach, man. Which is this is all free spot here. Go ahead. Throw some body blows Bro, or something. But, not, but the memes after that was hilarious. But I will say this, like, going, like, seeing that happen in the game, the guy really, he won the fight, but really lost. He's suspended for two games. He loses, yep. his family's losing money. Yep. Doesn't make any sense. And when he gets back, he probably going to be down on the charts. Oh, so nah. really did. First of all, he was down on the charts anyways. Could anyone know who he was? Yeah, I did. He had, he had a, he had a, what, two good games last year. I know who, I know of him. Bro, I know of him, but it's not like yeah. you're going to a game saying, gotta watch out for whims. Not but yeah, if, not, if, not listen, touching him on fantasy, not touching him on Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Listen, and, no, if, Mooney, if Anthony Mooney Miller, definitely if, took a spot. If Anthony Miller is a real one, he gonna pay them game checks for him. Say thank you for defending me, bro. 
Yeah. Yeah, go here, here's something for the family. If he's a real one and you're watching this Anthony Miller, you better pay him. But if, Tron, if CGJ did that shit, he deserved every bit of that. For sure. But Yo, there's a pandemic one, going on. That's a felony. Yeah, that's that's bad. But Janoris Jenkins, you see my man Jack Rabbit hopped on. Right. On go. On like time. Always. He is always that's ready what I'm to go. Talking about. He can't guard. He's <laughs> listen, he can't guard the go route, but he is always ready to go. <laughs> Hey man, he's a bro. He's just a straight biter on routes. That's all he he look. He lurks for picks. Six, that's it. He that's lurks for picks. That's all um, it is. So what do y'all think? What y'all think of the game, man? What y'all think of the game overall? I think uh, the Saints. As soon as teams figure out to stop Alvin Kamara, the Saints will start to lose games. Uh, Kamara has twenty plus touches in a game, and the Saints just they, they they're not going to lose. They got to figure out a way to stop Kamara. Uh, the Saints defense is a liability. Drew Brees is a liability. Give the ball, give the ball to Alvin Kamara all day, every day, and the Saints should be okay. Teams, you got a game plan for Kamara, and you will end up winning the game. The Saints almost just lost to Nick Foles and a bad, bad Bears team. Kamara is the way. If you stop them, they Achilles heal the team. I think he's. I think he's always been like, if you stop him, this like, that's been the focal point of the Saints offense anyway. I feel like. Well, before, but before you had Michael Thomas, he had some weapons to go to. Now, well, he really doesn't have much. I mean, Manu Sandals, but he's towards the end of his career. It's getting it's getting rough over there in in, in New Orleans for the offensive side of things. But I guess I guess Taysom Hill. I guess just give him the ball. Please, please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Do not mention him. We're gonna gloss right over that. Just get that's the future. That's the future quarterback. Right there. How much money that's they pay him this offseason? Sixteen million. Sixteen million a year. A year. So that about, means so that how, means he's gonna be the quarterback after. So that's what that means. Or they're breeding J- Jameis. Yeah, but why are you gonna pay Taysom Hill sixteen million dollars if you're not planning on using? They, they want Taysom Hill <laughs> paying, for the for paying the him for his service. He does everything. He do, yeah, special teams. He return punts. He can catch passes. Run the ball. I, I don't know. I hear you guys, but you don't pay someone sixteen million to do that. Oh, but then again, they're, I'm gonna say they're the same slow. They've been in camp hell for the past 15 years. I don't know how they're still a lot running. Of teams are. Shit. No, what? not the way you guys are. You guys are <laughs> have to restructure. You got to restructure the ball boys deal to make sure you can play. I, I haven't watched much of the New Orleans Saints games this year, but uh, how's Cam Jordan doing this year? He's not he's playing having, good. He's he, he, he's having expectations. A yeah, it's right. expectations. For, for Cam Jordan, it's yeah. not a good year. Yeah, but. Or you got to say, makes the play you you say something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he's there for the hurries and the pressure, and then it's Hendrickson that falls for the fucking sack. Like he brings the pressure, but he never get. He doesn't really get to them. And you got Davenport that's back too. Um, but my my takeaway from the game was they played really poor through the whole game, and they got really lucky that uh, Nick Foles was throwing off his back foot and closing his eye, closing his eyes on passes, because that game could have really got. Way worse, to be honest. What about you, Phil? What'd you think of that game, man? Because yeah. y'all had y'all had the Bears. Y'all picked the Bears to, to win that game. I picked the Saints. You picked the Saints? Yeah. I picked the Bears. Okay. Okay. I should have known. <laughs> it was pretty much, you know, it was pretty much uh um a toss-up game right to the uh, very end to overtime. Cause the uh, Saints offense has been shaky on Michael Thomas. Who knows when he'll be back. I don't know if he's coming back this week, but I don't think he was, he's going to return to the Saints. So it's just pretty much like what Kenny said. It's, it's going to be a downhill trend. Not as bad, I, I think, as Kenny says, but it's going to start trickling down near the near the whole year. So 
it was it was a little too close of a comfort game for the Saints, so it was just disappointing for the Saints. But Definitely. I mean, Bears really could have pulled it off. Definitely. I thought, like I, I messaged in the group chat, like watch watch this Bears kicker about to miss his kick for overtime because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cody Parkey, you know, Cody Parkey. Yeah. The field goals. Thought, that's oh, definitely that's definitely a game as a Saints fan you expect to win a lot. You don't yeah. want to go to overtime against the Bears. That's definitely a game as a Saints fan you, you don't feel comfortable with your team after that. They're, I mean, five, win. they're five and two or whatever it was too. So like that division is not easy though. What? The the, the Saints division is not easy. Oh yeah, of course, of course. You got to win that game and then you go. We got obviously the Bucks. Bucks they need yeah. the game next week, but yeah, it's just a little too close for comfort for the Saints. Me. Way yeah. too close. Definitely. I definitely agree on that. Um, so going from there, the lack of trading at the deadline. Um, I think it's COVID-related. COVID-related because it's I not really – I, I think people are afraid to bring other people into their building. Um, you, you see that the Saints, like they traded for Quan Alexander, but you can't use him for 10 days anyways. So there's it's a wash for two weeks. So I'm bringing him in. I'm getting rid of somebody that I can't use. So I'm losing that guy for two weeks. And I'm not even getting somebody for two weeks. So unless you really think that one guy is going to bring you over the top, it's not worth it. And then you got guys like the Patriots who must not understand how trade value works, who want a, a first-round pick and a starting quality player for Stephon Gilmore. I think asking prices were too crazy this year too. Yeah, it's so- yeah. The other thing is, what y'all think about like Green Bay basically saying "fuck you" to Aaron Rodgers for another year? I, listen, I, I think exactly what what Kenny said about the COVID stuff, but but again, the NFL trade deadline is always boring. Every single yeah, yeah, year, of course, of course, of course, of course. Because you know, I mean, it's not like basketball where you just got skill, you can go in and start playing, and you can start hooping exactly. and score. You have to learn the ins and outs of a system like you. Like Lawrence, you know, man, you gotta you gotta know that playbook, and even on defense, you gotta know the schemes, you gotta know it all. It's hard to just bring somebody in, especially the, you know, the trade deadline's midway, it's halfway through the season. What I mean, you really gotta know that you're getting somebody like the Rams when they did their trade deadline last year, where they got Jalen Ramsey. They know he's a plug, he's a plug-in guy. You go ahead, you can plug in Jalen Ramsey, and you know he's gonna be a star player no matter what. So you really gotta. With with Will Fuller and Green Bay, I think the problem was like Houston is decimated with picks. So could you imagine what they're probably asking Green Bay for? Because oh, they don't crazy. have a first round pick this year, a second round pick. So you know, like if I'm Green Bay, I'm not giving you a first round pick for Will Fuller. I don't care how much Aaron Rodgers wants another target. I'm yeah. probably well, not even well, giving no. you a second he round not, pick. He is well, not first round. He's yeah, not. He's, worth not he's not worth it. If he was injured, if he was injury free through his career, I'd be like, all right, maybe a second. Right. Like, uh, I don't know what not. they asked for, but I could imagine they probably asked for at least a second round pick since they don't even have that this year. And yeah. if I'm Green Bay, I don't think I'm giving that up for them. Nope. Yeah. Especially like, when you live through the draft. Right. There's like, um, for the deadline, there's like one move actually on the deadline, the Patriots getting Isaiah Ford. But then there's like two the day before. So there's like under five trades total, right? There yeah. That many. Plus, going back to the Patriots for Gilmore, I, yeah, that was kind of overpriced, but at the same time, I guess he can stay for the rest of the season because I was hoping he had at least something in return. But I'm just happy we got a re- receiver. So yeah, for what time, to lose? Hey, we have to say, we have to make it look competitive. You can't we can't just go out and say, oh, we're gonna suck, and then go out. We have to make it look competitive. <laughs> it's worse because now you now you're gonna try to win and still lose. At least lose and try to lose. If you're talking winners and losers of the trade deadline, there's only one winner. It's that man from the Jets. He's he's out of there. Avery Williams. Oh, Avery Williams, yeah. Seven what a pitcher. Over to seven and oh. He's just out of there. 
I mean, that, great, yeah, great pickup by the. I was gonna say that's a sneaky good pickup. Yeah, that was great very for them. Sneaky good pick. Exactly. Devin Bush gone. Okay, we played two weeks with Robert Spillane. We saw that he is not gonna be able to be an every down starting middle linebacker. Let's mm-hmm. go get somebody. And what did they give up for him? A six round pick. Right, like some someone's probably gonna get cut in camp within the next two yeah, years. Exactly. A practice round. A practice. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> he said, "Let's say a six-round pick. Somebody's gonna get cut in two years. Damn!" But we did. But we did. We did forget. I mean, the, the Ravens did get um, Ngakwe from the from the Vikings as well, um, and the Seahawks did get Carlos Dunlap. So there, there there was some moves. I mean, Carlos Dunlap. Cowboys. Cowboys made some moves too. They went in. Uh, went in. Got rid of the old shit bums. Marky Marky name players that they picked up. Everson Griffin washed. Yeah, Ontario Poe. They said he came in forty-five pounds overweight. They said forty. They said they said there's no way he gained forty-five pounds in to week seven. They said he came in overweight. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I, I just I don't understand what does Aaron Rodgers have to do to get to get some help. What does he have to do? I mean, the Texans are sitting there with Brandon Cooks and Kenny Stills. They're not doing anything <laughs> with them. You, you gotta get something that you gotta push for something that's what you i'm saying to. like if i'm on the phone with them i'm gonna say okay so will fuller you're asking for this well then how about cooks or still you could have got him someone right. like someone. If, if they were asking for too much for fuller it's not like they didn't have other guys you could have you gotta get somebody yeah, i mean that's, that's and that's where i was coming from with the the packers trade it's like at what point do you feel like you're disrespected as a quarterback when seriously when they draft a quarterback in the first round when you need it when you, you need just made the conference receiver. championship and all you needed someone else to throw the ball to. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that's the point i felt disrespected can anybody can anybody actually name aaron Rodgers' wide receivers besides Devontae adams um uh, Alan lazard Marquez, yes Marquez Scantling. yeah um, that's three wide receivers you got uh saint brown too saint brown is, oh, uh, and Equinius, or Equinius saint brown yeah, his brother his brothers but, but listen, uh, i think his brother's real. in the league too that is like triplets or something like that all of us only know those names because we play fantasy, fantasy football, football and we're and we're good at fantasy football robert <laughs> no no i i know that because of <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that but, for somebody that's supposed to be in the goat conversation, Aaron Rodgers, that is sad. For somebody that's in that conversation, for him to yeah, have to it's deal gonna with be, that, it's gonna be for what? How ten plus years? It's how long has it been? He had Donald Driver and Greg Jennings, old Donald Driver, old Donald old, Driver too, right? Yep. But he, so, he was doing a little some something, something like, <laughs> but yeah. that's the last. He time had Donald he was, Driver though for like his last year, so it was like real old. And he had James yeah. James Jones, the touchdown machine too. Oh, that dude was a beast. That's right. I forgot touchdown about him. machine. Um, but yeah, going from there, man. <sighs> oh, we've been waiting for this one. We've been waiting for this one. Saints Bucks. No. no. Saints Bucks preview. No. 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 Neil, we're gonna MVP, MVP no. race. No. No. We're gonna, Neil, we're gonna need you to come to the stand. Talk about it, Neil. Listen, I'm, I'm you're an open being, book. You're boys. being char- you are I, being charged with fraud. I'm an open book. Grand larceny, <laughs> and this is your sentencing. Just please I just tell want... us what is your opening statement to the game last week against the Miami Dolphins? Okay, I'll tell you what happened last week. Not told- the 49ers, not the Seahawks. Not even the Falcons, not the Patriots, 
Yep. Not the Jets. Yep. But the Miami Dolphins. Yep. So how do you lose that game when you have four times the amount of everything? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what happened. What happened is very simple how they lost this game. And you could I could skip from the second drive of the game while the Rams were on offense. Miami was coming off a bye week, and they have like I like I alluded to before, Brian Flores. You give Brian Brian Flores that much time to plan for an offense as bad as gonna be a bad day. And Sean McVay came in there with a stump of his ass. I don't know what he was doing. They engaged a Madden blitz every single play. How do you not leak a running back? How do you not run a screen or anything? They he literally tried to get Jared Goff killed in that game, and it almost worked. He almost died in that game. I got I got a lot of quarrels with my coach right now. Let me tell you, my coach, my coach. Well, he's the he, hottest thing since I don't know. Listen, listen. The he's same the thing best like, ever. The greatest like offense with mine. Lamar Jackson. You gotta they get book on you. You gotta you gotta change your game. And it seems like he can change his game for the NFC West. It seems like he can change his game for the NFC East. But, Hold on, I'm gonna stop you here. I object. He doesn't stop anything. He doesn't change anything. All they do is run jet sweep play action and throw to the guy in the flats and hope he jumps over somebody to go 90 yards. That's listen, all the Rams offense is. Listen, I don't know what Kenny, has am I, Kenny, am I lying? Am I, I lying what, when it's a jet I don't know sweep? what has changed in the past two sweep. years, but Bro. that if you watch if you go if you watch the game film from they the Kansas City this, Chiefs they, from the Kansas City Chiefs game which was 3 years ago, that that game of the year, the 56 65, <laughs> that was the Rams offense at its prime. The best you'll ever see in my eyes, since greatest show on turf, the best offense you'll ever see. Now, obviously, it's changed. I mean, the Falcons' offense back when they were in the Super Bowl was really, really good as well. And Sean McVay took a lot of tips and tricks from that offense. But the Rams' offense since then has been on a straight decline. Nothing. You saying that that was one? You saying that was the best offense that was, ever? Uh, definitely close. Definitely close to it. Right, they show on turf. Numbers-wise, they were up there that year. Yeah, numbers-wise, n- numbers they passed the greatest show on turf, which is considered the greatest offense of all time. What they did Jared Goff do for that? What did what oh. you say? What that was there when Jared Goff was an MVP conversation. MVP conversation. He was top five in the MVP that year. And they had Todd Gurley as MVP that year. And they had Aaron Donald as Defensive Player of the Year that year. So, but anyways, back to what I'm saying. The Rams offense since that day, that day has been on a straight decline since that day. So they, they peaked. This is facts. They peaked. 100% peaked. You could see they got rid of Brandon Cooks. They got rid of Todd Gurley. I agree with both the moves. Brandon Cooks can't not get a concussion. And Todd Gurley's knee is about as good as my mom's who had knee surgery last year. Except so, Todd Gurley's knee right now is top five in rushing and first in rushing touchdowns. He, he, the man, all he does is find the end zone. That's it. That's all he does. What does that guy do with rushing yards, though? He gets enough rushes. He's gonna end up getting rushing yards. But but he but he doesn't get enough rushes. They give him the ball 14, 15 times a game. Uh, listen, <laughs> I hope I hope for the I hope for the sake of Todd Gurley's career that you're right. I hope his knee is better, and I hope he starts to run run all over the place again. He's one of my favorite players ever. I have his jersey in my closet. I can't wear it anymore. He's not on my team. But anyways, Rams <laughs> offense, Rams offense. Sean McVay needs to change something around for sure. He, you can see anybody that's a Rams fan knows how to utilize Jared Goff and it's not sitting in the pocket letting him get beat up he needs to waggle he needs to go out he needs to bootleg he needs play action he is not a pocket passer he's not and he's not a pocket passer because of Sean McVay Sean McVay has trained Jared Goff 
to learn look at passing routes only as a one uh once one track mindset he knows how to look at passing routes on play action he knows how to look at passing routes as he's bootlegging if he's sitting in the pocket those passing routes do not look the same there's more time for them to, to develop he's got less people in his face on a play action on a bootleg and he needs to figure something else out it, it, he needs to make a change jared goff right now is starting to come come into my mind as being a little bit of is it might be time to think about possibly getting somebody in the draft, possibly thinking about taking over, possibly mm-hmm. trading, maybe. I'm not sure. But we got to figure something else out because it's not it's not the offense of the old, that's for sure. So then, so then I, I, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm led to ask my question, Neil. How could it be that you're saying all these things, which are all things that I pretty much agree with, but then how could you tell me that I'm wrong when I called the Rams the biggest frauds in the league? Because, because. because wait, wait, Neil. They are 4-0 against the NFC East right. and 1-3 against everybody else. Right. So l- let me let me address – And the one the- win is against the Nick Foles-led Chicago Bears. Let me address the fraudulent charges against my Los Angeles Rams, okay? It's not fraudulent. They, if you go, They've been frauds. If you look at the box score numbers from the games that they have lost, that Buffalo Bills game, I don't give I don't give a fuck what anybody says. That is a W. That pass interference call is the worst next to the Saints pass interference call. I know you're not talking about pass interference in a regular season. I just said. I just gave you credit for it. No, no. It doesn't even need to be brought up. It doesn't even need to be brought up. You're talking about a regular season game when you have 90-plus snaps, 90-plus snaps on each side of the ball to win the game. It does not come down to one play. Well, it did in that case because no the game was over. Game, no football that game, game was over. If, that, was, if they didn't blow which the, I would say didn't against, the flag, the game's over. Which I listen, which I said against the Saints and the Rams in that the Superdome when that happened, the Saints had opportunity to win the game. They didn't. Do not right. use that as an excuse. Now, right. if the game came down, listen, if in the, the football was one play on each side of the ball, and that play wasn't it was supposed to be passing the fence, it wasn't called, then you could complain. But you got 90 plus snaps on each side of the ball, especially how y'all y'all have 20 play drives. But See, that I game, got but 120 plays. That game was over after that play call, though. Like if he, if they, if they didn't throw the flag, the game's over. We win. We're undefeated. How many so, times you punt in that game? I don't think we punted that game. You don't think you punted? I don't think so. Did we punt? I don't think we punted that game. Oh wait, yes you did because the the Bills were up 28 to three. We possibly punted that game. Because trust me, I, I vividly remember so, that score because so, I was pulling for you guys to win because I needed someone else to blow a twenty-eight to three lead. Listen, and that's and that's my point. That's when when people say they should have won, this should have happened. How many times you punt? That drive you could have scored. That drive you could have got a field goal. Yeah. No, I listen. There was man. an interception too. I remember watching that I drive. You could have got points. Now we're gonna stop you here, Phil. How do you feel about this, man? Because you're just sitting there, just taking. We're listen. <laughs> We're on him because we are we're tied to his Twitter antics, crying every two seconds when the Rams get on the field. Don't cry. Man, they should have ran sweep right. They would have should have ran play action right. I see it all the time, bro. It's hilarious watching when the Rams play. You're like, I'm done watching this. They suck. Yo, I love it. Yo, yo, yo Neil declares the game over after after the after first, first drive. Quarter. And then the fourth quarter is I love my team. We're the best team in the league. Best team in the league, baby. But, but listen, the crazy thing is that's that's part of being a fanatic, though. That, that's a fan. Listen, that's man. Fan. Listen, man. I I love my team. Y'all know I love my team. But <laughs> it's been a rough. I mean, listen, this stretch coming up. I'm gonna go on the record and say this, okay? This stretch coming up. Let me just let me just read you. Oh yeah, y'all out of there. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, yo, yo, oh, yeah, yo, out of there. That, that second half is about to boom, y'all. This stretch coming up. <laughs> we got the Seahawks after the bye. We got the Bucks. We got the 49ers, the Cardinals, the Patriots, the Jets, the Seahawks, and the Cardinals. In my eyes, <laughs> eight and eight. I see eight and zero oh off that. There's what? not a, there's not an L on that schedule. There's not an L. Yo, I'm out of here, bro. You are you have to, bro. You have to be, bro. You have to be one of the most unrealistic. You said a, the C, the wait, the Seahawks. Twice, that's a hot the take. Buccaneers yeah, once. Twice? Kenny, that's the a, Seahawks twice. You gotta be. Listen, Seahawks twice, Phil. We swept the NFC West two years ago. Two years ago. Two Our team is just ago. better. Our Why team are is you better yes, now. But you, you, already, you already lost to the Niners this year, didn't you? Bro. Yeah, we did, but we're not going to sleep it this year. <laughs> bro, it's, it's 2020, right. bro. You're talking about two years ago. We don't care Listen, about when they let me, beat. Let me tell we're you talking what, about why me, did the Rams some, lose to the Dolphins? The Rams, the, I told you, the, the Rams lost to the Dolphins because of their defense. The def- Rams defense or the Dolphins defense and special teams put up more yards than the whole Dolphins offense did. Yeah, that's true. pathetic, and you still can't beat them. Could you imagine Fitzmagic? Would he? He would have oh, carved him up. 42, 49 points easily. No, no way. Yes. No way. Yes, Listen, they, they put up 28. Up. They put 28, and he, he was 12 for 22 with not, 93 yards. Like, I believe, right? He threw 93 yards. Do you imagine yeah, what Fitzmagic would have did for y'all? The Rams defense was on one that game, man. Nobody, they weren't doing nothing. They let up. Uh, also brings me to another point as to why the Rams are not frauds. They, their defense is top five in the league. They have let up three points in the second half. How many halves and, do they play in football? Okay, that's fine. But listen, in, in the second half of games, in four straight weeks, they've only let up three points. What happened in the other games? Well, the games before that, I mean, I'm just saying they're on one now. I hate, right I hate now, that shit. I hate one. that shit, bro. Because the, I just saw an Eagles fan, right? People can't heat up. Shout out you to you. Can't get you can't get. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, a, I'm. A, listen, I'm gonna stop you right there, right? So shout out okay. to Travis, Dragus, Fogum, the savior for Carson Wentz. People love skewing stats to fit what they're trying to talk about. Oh, he's got the most receiving yards in the first four weeks or the first, the last four weeks. Who cares what he do before he's on the bench because he wasn't that good until injuries. It's not a valid argument, bro. We want the whole picture. What about that second half in the first, the first other, the other games? But I'm not even, I, I'm not even concerned about the second half. I want to yeah. know what will happen in the first half of that game. I don't the, know the, what the, happened. The, 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 the thing, game is man. four quarters. I don't You're talking know to a why Falcon the fan. The game out. is four quarters. Why if we can pick and choose what parts of the game count, we'd have a Super Bowl. If I could just understand, if I could understand the mindset, why can't the Rams come out in the first half and play the first half like they play the second half? It's like two totally different teams. How is Who it that ta- different? <laughs> How he's, he's like, I don't right. understand this concept. I don't understand how it's so different. And not to mention, listen, I, I got to – if I could see Sean McVay, I'd give him a smack because this dude, he's got Cam <laughs> Ain't Akers. Doing shit. Cam Dirt Akers just sitting on the bench, man. Put him hey, in the game. It's crazy, and every week he goes, we're going to give Cam wow, Akers more, more touches. Touch. And more the touches. next week he don't even touch the field. <laughs> what? Why? What was the point of drafting him? You had one of the worst rushing you know pieces in the league, you in know Miami, why? and we barely ran the ball. You know why he doesn't want to get him on the field? Because all they want, all he wants to do is play action. He just wants to pass the ball. <laughs> right. But but listen, if you want to, to set up the play action, you got to be you able to run, run the ball. You gotta so, run. I, that's, I don't, that I don't is the understand. craziest thing to me. Watching some of these teams, they will play action to death and don't run and the don't ball. Run the ball. 
That's like, why it was like me and Madden a couple years I had, ago. Listen, I had to turn – I turned off uh, – I think it was the Rams. It was Rams against Bears because it was play-action city. The Bears can't run the ball. David Montgomery gets the ball. He runs it for one yard. Then they play action for three plays in a row. It's like it doesn't make any sense. Like I don't understand why that is like the focal point of their, their thing. I don't get it. The Rams have also – which – is a big reason why they're being why they're so fucking terrible right now. They have turned the ball over twelve times this year already. Twelve turnovers. That's terrible. Yeah. Also, just a side note, so I can get at least oh, a word or two in this whole conversation. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you guys pretty much nailed everything on the basis. What I want to talk about is the um, Jalen Ramsey contract because I think that's going to be your guys' biggest problem coming up. Because you guys we got money. More. Yeah, how well, much? You, you got money. I got money. You got the Rams, money. Yeah. The Rams will find money. money. Yeah, you yeah, got I don't, money. I don't think I don't, the contract will be an issue. No, it's not an issue. They, they, the way that they, so there's, there is a bunch of clauses in there and shit. The, the way that they mm-hmm. set up his bonuses, the bonuses is what led to his higher paid contract. So his actual yearly salary doesn't really affect the Rams cap as much as what and, the numbers say. Well, and who else do you have to pay? Because you locked in Goff, you locked in Donald, you locked in Ramsey, you locked in Woods, you locked in Cup. Then who else is there to pay? Todd Gurley. Well, <laughs> but, but, Matthews. No, but I'm, but those contracts are like I'm saying. Who else is on your team right now that you have to extend? You have to worry about John Johnson. That's who. The right, okay, so one. Guy, so you know what you do with that? You restructure Goff's contract. Goff needs a restructure ASAP. Tyler Higby restructure his contract. Why? Why is Tyler Higby getting paid so much money? We have Gerald Everett. He's nice. Uh, Big local. I like him as a tight end. I know he's nice, I but think, he's not I worth like that Gerald money. Everett better. Gerald Everett, he, he Higby, Higby plays. Yeah, Higby playing at a high level, though. He, he's he's good, but, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff There's a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed with the Rams, obviously, but you can say that about almost every team in the NFL except for the Steelers because they're 7-0. But the Rams need to get back on track. They need to run the ball. If they could just run the football, which they can do, they're at top 10 in rushing yards this year. One of the best teams running the ball right now. Their offensive line is built to run the ball. Run it. Run the ball. You have three good running backs. Malcolm Brown, he's a short short yardage kind of guy, pass blocking. Daryl Henderson is a problem. Cam Akers is a problem. Run the ball, man. I don't, I don't understand. And you got the two-headed monsters, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, plus Josh Reynolds is no slouch either. Jared Goff, if he could get his head out of his ass and just Robert throw the Woods ball. Robert Woods is my guy. Robert Woods is a beast. Trojans. Listen, the Rams, I'm yes. not worried about the Rams, to be honest with you. We may miss the playoffs this year, but I'm not worried about the Rams. All right. Yeah, so that's good that you – so anybody got any last words for this? Kenny, you got anything? Phil, you got anything? I'll say this. I got more faith in the Rams making the playoffs than I do the New Orleans Saints. Ooh, that's I nice. Too. I do too. That's nice. That's the nice. NFC, the NFC West is a – the NFC West is real, all right? That's the best division Kenny, of football. Kenny just wants me. He just wants I, reaction. He wants reaction. I just got to make sure. I got to remind the people that I double down on what I say. I said <laughs> two weeks ago the Saints won't make the playoffs, so I got to double down every week and yeah. make sure would we you like to make? That. Would you like to make a wager? I don't I don't gamble, sir. It's against the Lord. Mm-hmm. Liar. The group chat was the other one. <laughs> right. You feel me? But anyway, going from there. Nil just mentioned the playoffs. Um, there was just a little rumor that the NFL is thinking about expanding the playoffs um, to 16 Eight teams. teams. 18, 18 teams. teams. So I, that listen, would be a bad bet for you. If, if, if it bad. happens, the Falcons are getting in. 
the you know ah, the only reason why they have to do that the reason they have to do that it's called the it's NFC East effect. That's what that is. <laughs> mm-hmm. They ha- they cannot continuously let these fucking dog ass trash teams in the playoffs, and not- and let the teams like for example somebody in the NFC West is not making the playoffs and they deserve to be there over somebody. Do in the y'all NFC think? East. Do you think the structure of it it should always stay as the top person in the division, or do you think it should be the top eight teams? I- I still think, I know, but I still think there there should still be something said for you winning your division. I mean, does it suck that we're going to get a team like that in? Right. Yes, but I think once you get in, that's when you should reseed them at that point. I don't think just because you won your division, you should get a home game. Because I don't yeah. think that the, yeah. if the Eagles finish 6-9-1, and one, they deserve to be the home team. Right. But you they got, should get, they won their division. You got Philly. We won the division we had. Yeah. Philly. Philly. Philly, like, yeah, okay, Philly, you're Philly might not even win the division, to be honest no, right. with you. Washington exactly. is the football Washington team, right there. the defense the team is right there. And the honestly, the Giants have been hanging like the Giants are losing games, but they're hanging around with teams. Yeah. I mean, you know, and let, let the Cowboys mess around and get that QB situation right. They're trying another quarterback this week. I mean, the, that division is so lost, bad. Right? You can make an argument for any of them. They can win games with Andy Dalton if he comes back. Yeah. So, what is up with these teams? Like, I think everybody needs to have like a secure backup quarterback because. Like it's just, you just see it over and over and over again that you're gonna need one. And these the problem is there's not enough of them though. Like you guys got Jameis and you had Teddy, but there aren't guys like that just sitting there waiting. Colin Kaepernick is yes, Colin Kaepernick. Just so everybody knows. Oh, I'm not. I've never been. I've never been the one screaming his name to come back. No, but but Cap. I mean, if you need a backup, that's a guy who should have a job. But other than him, it's not like there's guys just sitting there that you can pick up that you can plug into your offense and play quarterback. Right. The, the the a backup quarterback position like what you got Blake Bortles obviously is a prime backup probably right now uh, I I don't even know from there Dobbs Pittsburgh's backup he seems to be able to come in but, he knows the offense well yeah I, I mean it's not who the Colts still have uh, what's his name from the Brissett. Pittsburgh, right Brissett. Jacoby Brissett he could be a but starter the, in the league he should be the starter of the Colts wow the River sucks. Hey, he's even playing pretty well lately. Yeah, I would say I can't say he sucks this year. I mean, we're basing it off of what he did last year in LA if we're saying he sucks. Yeah. Oh no, it's, yeah. it's just I mean I, I just don't like him in general. You talk about the richness of a backup. Think about the Patriots. How many they had three starting quarterbacks on the team at one point. Yeah. And how's that working out for Jimmy G now? He's about to lose his job. Not only is Jimmy G about to lose his job, but Jimmy G is bad. He is oh, not man. a good football quarterback. Dirk. You know, it makes you wonder, like, everyone said, like, Belichick was this guru, this genius, like, with the quarterback situation, blah, blah, blah. Maybe it really was Tom Brady. Like, maybe we need to start giving Tom Brady his flowers. Like, you could have done it without Bill. I don't I, I don't know. I've always – I always give, like, especially the way he talked – like, they talked about how he takes care of his body and everything, the yeah. training. I, oh, give, right. I love giving players their credit when they, they're putting the work in, like – you can't take nothing away from players like A.B. and Tom Brady. Like, oh, right. And it's like, obviously, working. people always say how great Brady is, but you always hear always system quarterback, and that's Belichick's system, blah, 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 blah. Well, Phil, what but, do you think? I mean, you, you're you a fan of the team. Is it Was it Brady or was it Belichick? Or was it both? Well, I used to think it was both, but now seeing us without Brady, because he's been making – with actual weapons on the team, because last year we, we didn't have – we started with – uh, Edelman, uh, AB, and um, who was the other one? Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. But then we ended with Harry Edelman and uh, no names like Myers. Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers. If Brady has weapons around him, 
he can be that great player. So after sitting like right now throughout the entire season, Brady's more valuable to Belichick at the moment because what he's doing in um, Tampa Bay, he's a game manager still, but he, he can go off for like 300, 400 yards yep. while Belichick's here struggling with uh, Cam. So The other question is too, is this all part of Belichick's master plan? Because they had so many players opt out. Right. Like, is this yeah. Belichick's way of like, let, let's fall into the top five. So I'm going to end up in Trevor Lawrence, Josh Fields, or Trey Lance anyways. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I don't think like he plays chess while we're playing checkers. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely thinking ahead for sure. Um, I don't yeah. think they're gonna fall that much for that good of a quarterback. But yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, Cam. Belichick said in an interview, I think it was like a week ago or maybe a couple of days ago. He said, "Yeah, we basically um, sold out for like Super Bowls. We like threw everything to the to now instead of preparing for the future." So he might have a game plan, but as of right now, they're like going to be the lower teams in the AFC, just seeing where they fall in the draft. Yeah. Well, that's a I dynasty. Think that comment, that's right. That's what it is. I dynasty. think that comment though is a, is a sneaky shot at Robert Kraft though, because Belichick also used to try to prepare for the future. Like that's yep. why he drafted that's Jimmy why he G. Drafted and that's Jimmy and he wanted he wanted to trade that. Tom, but uh, Robert Kraft was like, "Nah, we're gonna roll with the forty year old." So I think that was like a sneaky shot at Robert Kraft. Yep. And it go and it goes to show you like this whole like when it goes as far as Brady against Belichick or whatever it is, he's a great coach. There's like there's no no there's, question. There's no, no question right. about it. But at the same time, Brady was like, "You guys aren't getting me no help. I'm getting older. I need people to essential. I'm not right, bailout is a bad word, but to help me because if he has if he stays with the Patriots, Patriots may not." be that much better than what they are right now anyway because he has nobody to help him. So yeah. I don't it know. was a it was a breakup it was what it was to be honest with you. You could see it you could see the cracks starting to form throughout you know a couple last couple past couple of years with the Jimmy G trade, the Jacoby Brissett incidents and then it was kind of just like you know even in the media like if you watch if you watch the Herb Colin Cowherd he, he said he had insiders saying Belichick and Kraft and Brady none of they don't get along anymore after the Super Bowl he said he was out and then he stayed Gronk left. It was just kind of like, what's going on here? And then it was just time to go. Plus, who wants to live in New England that long? <laughs> He's in Florida, baby. It's nice. <laughs> it was a whole 20-something year dynasty. And then all good things have to come to an end. Everything and has to come to an end, exactly. They're basically fighting on each other on how we can move on. So basically, everyone had different ideas. Some people wanted to try to extend it even more. Some others had the ideas of moving on. At the end of the day, it was a huge SMS where Brady has the last laugh as of right now because he's playing lights out with the Bucks right now. We're still like yeah. five, we were like some close to that. But I mean that AFC, that AFC division is anybody's game right now, really. I mean besides the Steelers who are pulling away, but I mean you could you could really see. I mean the AFC South, you could really see anybody coming up from there yeah, uh, to, to take that. I mean AFC <laughs> is the AFC. I feel like is always like that. You know what I mean? Anybody. Besides the, when the Patriots were in it, anybody could come up and play the Patriots. The Chiefs, obviously, now of late. Pittsburgh's starting to come on now. I, I don't really – I'm not a believer in the Titans, to be honest with you. Nope, I haven't been either. I mean, it's Ryan Tannehill still. <laughs> it's Ryan Tannehill. And it's Derek, Although, Derek, no Derek Henry. I saw something crazy the other day. It, it was a blind resume, and it put uh, the last 17 games of Ryan Tannehill's career versus Aaron Rodgers – uh, MVP season, and I swear to you, the numbers were identical. Wow. 
I said, I mean, I'm not, I'm not buying into it, but it's just crazy that yeah. Ryan Tannehill has been sneaky good, and just because he, he's Ryan Tannehill, we're just like, oh, it's Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, Ryan Tannehill reminds me a lot of Kirk Cousins. They, those two, they yeah. kind of give me, they kind of give me the same kind of vibe. Really good for a couple seasons, and then it's kind of like stack the box, make them pass the ball, and it's like, hold on, what's going on here? Lawrence, Stop. you would, you would want to, you would want to build your franchise around Ryan Tannehill or Kirk Cousins? No, I, I just the comparison. Well, that's how I'm looking. I, I wouldn't. Kirk Cousins like, is If dirt. I had the choice, I'm not trying to start my. Well, yeah, I'm taking. But Kirk over Cousins, Cousins wasn't wasn't dirt in Washington though. There's a reason why he got paid. Kirk Cousins was good in Washington. He was good. You like that? Yeah, you like that <laughs> exactly. You like? I mean, that? he was good, but something. I mean, it just happens, man. You don't. I mean, we don't understand why the why the digression of. But also, too, Minnesota is not helping Kirk Cousins. He's not. had games where he's thrown the ball less than ten times. Right. Like, how could I show you I'm good when I don't throw the ball? Where'd Stefan Diggs go? Play action God. Play action right. God. Right. And you got, you got rid of Stefan Diggs on me. Like, uh, imagine that th- Imagine that three squad they would have had this year. Thielen, Diggs, and uh, the rookie that – Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Listen, but he didn't want to be there because Thielen – And kept Diggs. Even you trade Thielen and keep Diggs and Jefferson. I mean, nothing against Thielen, but I, I would have kept Diggs. I feel, I, like that's why, I feel like that's why he wanted to leave because that's all he was throwing to. Yeah. Every second he would just look for a deal and he's like, fuck this. I'm faster than this guy. Like, I'm just as open. Like, yeah. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> and what, whatever happened to that defense over there? That defense was crazy. Injuries. Couple, crazy Injuries. trading. Everson Griffin, I mean, everybody, they started trading players. They started getting hurt. The roads fall off. Big time, huge. Yeah, yeah but he's having, boy, he's having a boy, revival he, over there in Indy. That boy, Slant yeah. Boy. Was bodying them in the playoffs. It never was the same. But they uh, lost that game to Case Keenum, right? Oof. Oof. I wasn't talking about the game. He just brought up Xavier Rhodes and I. No, no, right? But you so. said in the playoff game he was bodying. So I, I was just asking what happened at the end of the game. Stephon Diggs is what happened at the end of that game. <laughs> oh, that's right. Thanks, Neil. Thank right, you. Right, right, right. Make a tackle if you just hey, make the hey, tackle. Listen, listen, listen. If your team doesn't have over four wins, stop talking. Okay. All right. Anyway. If your quarterback can't throw the ball <laughs> past five yards, stop talking. <laughs> he can throw that far. Stop playing with my boy. He can throw he can throw like he can throw like seven and a half. That's all we need. That's listen, that's listen, that's close. Then you hand it off to AK Murray. We good. Um, but going from there, man, we're gonna close it out on this. Um, it's midseason right now. A lot of teams are scrambling. Um, a lot of fans have hope that their teams that are playing horrific right now are going to make the playoffs. One is actually on this call. He has a background going on right now. He's praying that the Falcons somehow get in the playoffs. We ain't making the playoffs. Hey, with the eight, with the eight, you never know. Last time we were on here, you said they're going to go on a run. We were reading the schedule. At 11 and 5. Beat everybody, but like, they, hey, they might do it. They might do it. Hey, no, we, Kenny, we, I, mean, I want to know. I want to ask you something, too, before we do this. I love it, but that boy Julio finally spoke up and said, "I'm the best." How you feel about that? I mean, I, I like you said, I love it because he keeps his mouth shut all the time, and he has to hear the nonsense of. I mean, before people used to say it was A B, it's like okay, that's cool, but I think they're one A and one B. He's always been up there. No, right? No, I'm saying, but that's yeah. the thing. Whenever you have the conversation, Julio's name has always been there. Like these always. other guys have come and gone. Like it's oh, maybe it's A B. Or, or Julio. Oh, maybe it's OBJ or Julio. Oh, maybe it's Michael Thomas or Julio. Well, the one name that keeps staying the same is Julio. Why the hell are we not just saying that Julio is the best? 
He's been the best in my eyes. I, I, listen, I respect it. He does everything that he can do what Antonio Brown does. He can do what Michael Thomas does. He can do what D Hop does. Like he, those other guys, he can do more than all of them. That's what I'm saying. He can do each piece of their game, though. Like Michael Thomas can't do what AB can do, and AB can't do what Michael Thomas can do, but Julio can do what both of them can do. Yep. I agree. Julio Jones, best wide receiver in the league. I mean, but you, you, it just sucks for Julio because his whole time in the league, he's had that one B. In that in the conversation with him, like right now, I mean, you could even say Devonte Adams. You know what I mean? Maybe he's right up there with him too. DeAndre Hopkins, same thing. But it, it, Julio has always been right there, and he's always going to be right there. And it doesn't it helps that he has Matt Ryan too, one of the most accurate passers in the NFL history. He is. He's I don't think. Right. To be honest, I don't think anybody really near him because it's when it, when you break it down, like. Like Kenny said, he could do everything everybody can do. Everything. When you match him and Devontae Adams, he's not running away from – Devontae no. Adams is not running away from people like Julio is. So, no. boom. Conversation and over. Let's take yeah. it into consideration. Oh. <laughs> Julio has maybe been healthy one year his whole career. The boy is always playing on some sort of injury, and you'd never know. Right. Like, he, he plays out there with, like, messed up ankles and feet and puts up 150 yards and two touchdowns. It's like, oh, that was an average Julio game. He could have done better. <laughs> Yeah, and pretty much just showing like the background of Kenny's pick, one one of a kind freakish athleticism. Just freak. He's a freak. freak. Like last Thursday, he put up what it was like. I think it was one twenty something, and, and like I'm like, and I wasn't even like I was in, I was like, in Car- It was I was in Carolina. You know, like, listen, I was in Carolina and I was next to the stadium, and like I'm watching the game. There's Atlanta fans out there, Carolina fans, and he's opens the game, catch, catch. 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 catch, yeah, catch. I'm like, oh, shit. he's not playing around tonight. Like, the stadium's it's going just, nuts. Like, and he's it's, unguardable. It's, That's the nobody yeah. can guard him. There yeah, isn't. It, uh, it's no, just no. he does it, and it doesn't phase you. Like, if if another receiver does it, it's like, damn, he's having a big game. But Julio, you look up, he's got over 100, and you're like, okay, no. okay, Julio. that's normal. I expect him to get 100 every game. Right. It's like right. when you're playing against him in fantasy, you're expecting 20, a 20 clip every time because you get people guarding you know? 10 and then 10. His, boy, his boys, his boys is my secret weapon in the one league. Got Kelvin and and Julio. They will not leave. Yep. They not yep. never getting bent unless they break their legs. Yep. <laughs> All right, but going from there, man, it's mid it's uh mid season here. Um, I want to see what you guys thought about the the mid season picks for uh, awards at the end of the season. Um, we're gonna start with um rookie of the year. Um, Kenny, what you think? Uh, who you think? Who you think is your rookie of the year right now at this point? Like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert? Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the sexy pick is Joe Burrow because he went number one overall and he is having a good year. But I like Justin Herbert. I think he's gap. having a get the gap, get the gap, get the gap. <laughs> I think Herbert's having a, I think he's having a good year. Uh I think Herbert ends up being the better quarterback. Um and I, I just I like everything about him and I think that his team's gonna have to have more wins than Burrow by the end of the season. Uh I would have to I would have to go with Burrow. Um, I think it's going to come down to which t- which team between the Chargers and uh, the Bengals finish better mm-hmm. to get whoever gets that MVP. I mean, I know I, people say it's not a team vote or anything like that, but you always base it off the team finish always. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the Bengals have an easier road to it being Burrow. Um, I think Burrow's a little bit more of an accurate quarterback. They're both freak. They're both freak athletes. Both of them. Burrow can run around for days in the backfield and not get touched. I think Herbert's arm is crazy, though. That man can throw a fastball like nobody else. Uh, I, I think Burrow 
Burrow's got better weapons. Keenan Allen's really good, but Burrow's got some really good weapons over there in Cleveland, uh, or I'm sorry, and uh, for the Bengals. But I, I think it's going to go Burrow for for rookie of the year, and plus he's the number one pick, so it's really going to be uh, people want him That's to be skewed. rookie of the year. It's it's a little skewed that way. I'm gonna have to go with um, Herbert from LA just because I mean you guys covered most of the points, but if you look at stat wise. The only um, stat that Burrow is beating um, Herbert in, I think it's, it's yards. Everything else, completion percentage, um, touchdowns. He touchdowns has- and picks. Yep. yep. And remember, Burrow played more games than Herbert, too. Yep, also. Oh, that's right. Tyrod started the season for them. Yep. Those doctor yep. fucked him up. It may go to Burrow just because, you know, all the bias of the number one pick and yeah. like that, but – Stat-wise, if you look at it, I'm going to go with Justin Herbert because he just beats him in more categories. What's the QBR between them? Um, Burrow's got 59.9. He's 23rd in the league um, at this point. And then Herbert is – he's at 76.4, ninth in the league. 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. And Joe Burrow's 11 – he's got 11 to five. And – Herbert is not that far behind him in yards. He is actually, let's see, he's 400 yards behind him. Well, what, who did he tear? He tore somebody up. Who was it? Who? Herbert? Yeah. Herbert Saints. He tore the Saints up. Oh, that's right. He tore up the Bucks too. Yeah, the Bucks too. He He threw for four touchdowns against the Bucks. And the Saints too. Eight touchdowns, man. Yeah, yeah. he's good, man. Well, I, the league, back. the league is definitely going places with these with the quarterback situation, man. We got some young guns coming in the league, and we young got some, some young guns finally, coming in next next year. Next year, and they're too. finally picking the quarterbacks that need to get picked. Yes, yes. Jesus. Yep. I, I mean, can't Burrow, wait to see Justin look, Fields. I I love it. I love when people eat their eat their words when it comes to Burrow because they said Burrow has small hands. He's he's an accurate NCAA passer, but how's he going to be in NFL? Look at look at him now. He's I like Burrow. Up. Like I, I like Burrow for Rookie of the Year. Um, LSU. He's making something out of nothing right now. He's running for his life every single snap, and he's somewhat somehow coming out of the games not on a cart. Uh, so I think <laughs> I take I take that as a uh, I tip his, I tip my hat off to him. So I think he's one close call. Game. He had one close call. He almost we almost lost him, but he's he oh, came yeah. back in. He got his head pounded in the ground or torn like literally sideways. His neck was crazy that get that hit, but he he made it out. Um, then going from there, uh, defensive player of the year. Um, I think it's been, I don't think there's been a lot of dominant performances, but there is two guys that are just what dominant performances. There's only one name. There's only one. No, it's oh, not. For Depoy, defensive player there, you said? Only one. He said, oh, can you let me finish? Go ahead. <laughs> like, there's been – there's not – I feel like there hasn't been a lot of, uh, like, defensive forces that are standing out. I feel like there's two people that are being really consistent. Um, but I don't know how you guys feel about it. Who you guys think is your uh, your defense player of the year this year? But Neil, you go first. Neil, you go first. We, we all know what Neil's going to say, so let him go. It's not even close. It's okay? not close? It's not close. It's not and close? It's not only is it not close, but Aaron Donald should be the defensive player of the year every single year. He is doing stuff that we just don't see. He's doing it from the nose tackle position. The guy is insane, man. He does things that you literally cannot even fathom that you're watching be done on a football field. He moves men 
like 450 pound men, like they're just paperweights. He just tosses them around. That Dallas Cowboys game where he threw those linemen into each other and he beat up everybody that game. He is a absolute monster, an absolute monster. monster. They everybody was saying Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett. I was gonna I, say Miles Garrett because you're gonna say Aaron Donald. Right. I I, I get like... that. I, I get that. But the stuff that Aaron Donald does is just absolutely insane. He's first in pressure rates from the nose tackle position. Number one. Number one. And Miles Garrett is close, but Aaron Donald's 12.7%. Miles Garrett is 11%. That is a big number jump for a nose tackle to a defensive end. It is Aaron Donald. It has to be. He is the defensive player of the year, and he should be it every year. I'm sorry. He just should be. It's it's the LeBron James effect with Aaron it is, Donald. And that's what it's it is. That, right, it, right. It's he, that he's so good. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, we just take – it's like the Julio thing. You just take it for granted. It's like, oh, Aaron Donald's in the backfield in half a second? Oh, okay. Like, I watch him, bro. I watch him, and I'm just like, yo, I do not want to see them in the playoffs. This guy really be pinball – he pinballs through everybody. Insane. Like, Didn't this man practice with knives? Nah, they're they're not actual nice, but no, like, yeah, the were, concept were, concept of the workout is to like yeah. Yeah. and and just remember, Aaron Donald was doing this. Their their defense, they signed Ashawn Robinson for a reason this year to move Aaron Donald away from the nose tackle position and try to move him around. So he's been doing all this while Ashawn Robinson's been out. He is just he just came back off the injured list. We'll have him back after the bye. Um, and he, Aaron Donald is just going to, he's going to continue to wreck the league. I mean, I know, I know he does it like it, like nobody else, but it's, I just agree. I just think it's, he's the only option to be honest with you. Are we, are we unanimous? Are we unanimous on that? No. Who do you say? Only, I mean, I, I, Neil, I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. I think you're hundred percent. I think Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the league. Right. But I would get, I'm giving the award to TJ Watt this year, just because he plays on what's probably the best defense and he's their best player. Yeah. And he, he makes things happen too. Right. I mean, obviously I, not at the same rate, but I think he's going to get some love with the defensive player. Of the year and it's kind of like what we said with the LeBron James effect, like Aaron Donald has to really, really outdo himself to get that defensive player of the year. And he, like, obviously he's already, he's already outdoing everybody else. And he's already exactly, but he has to outdo himself. So he does two years ago where he almost set the sack record. He has to do like, he has to try to do that again. So it's just going to be tough. He's got nine already. He not only is Aaron Donald defensive player of the year conversation, but he's also in the MVP conversation as well, but not, not, I mean, they lost the, they lost the Dolphins. So it kind of had to take a hit a little bit, but he still is up in there. I would say probably top five MVP, MVP conversation as well. All right, Phil, who do you got for defensive player of the year? Well, he didn't mention um, sacks and stuff, so I'm going to mention the guy who's tied with him or close to him with most sacks, Miles Garrett. He, he is like, I think he's tied for first or second with most sacks about round nine and then forced fumbles with like four or five maybe. So if you're looking at it stat-wise, Miles Garrett is one of those guys. And he's, I mean, the Browns has been, you know. Game changer. Yeah, he is. He's one of the main sure. reasons the Browns. He's probably the main reason the Browns are five and two, because without that defense, who knows what the Browns would probably have? How many wins? Maybe one or two tops. So maybe looking like us, Phil. <laughs> them pass yeah, rushers, sure. man. You pay them pass rushers. Right. You pay the pass rushers. Oh yeah, I'm going. With pay them. the pass rushers. Look at the Raiders. Raiders will be so much better if they had somebody to get the quarterback. Where's Khal- Where's Khalil Mack? What's going on? I don't know. He's he's his protection program. Where, exactly. He didn't play. He didn't play that great against the Saints either. No, he look, hasn't played. All great. I'm saying is he he's making John Gruden look like a genius. A genius. 
because now you look at that trade in a vacuum. Now, like you got Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby out of that. Like, and you got it, it worked. Yeah. yeah. And Max Crosby isn't a slouch either. I, yeah, I no, would that's take, what I'm saying. I would take some Max Crosby over on the Rams real quick. Yeah, I'd take some Max good. Crosby in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> um, going from there, man, offensive player of the year. Um, I think there's been a lot of people that are just that are playing at a high level, obviously from the quarterback position, receiver position, um, and running backs. Um, so Kenny, who do you think is offensive player of the year right now? Uh, close second. I just want to make sure I put his name out there is Aaron Jones, but I would give offensive player of the year to Elvin Kamara. As much as I despise the Saints, I'm not going to sit here and act like the man is not putting the whole entire city of New Orleans on his back oh, every week. Hop in. Yep. Pops Hop that in. nose ring in and puts the city on his back. Said, every ah, yeah, five and two, baby. Literally. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> team, like right now with Michael Thomas out, it's like the team knows, everyone knows, okay, Alvin Kamara is the only thing they have in this offense, and Alvin Kamara continues to just gash defenses. So right. he has to be an MVP conversation, too. To like, be honest, he, 100%. I think he had the best play of the year so far on offense. Oh, like Packers. That 52. 52. Tore him up. Oh, him up. my God. They couldn't, they couldn't tackle him. They couldn't oh touch him. Oh, my goodness. We're all in agreement that with that boy. one. boy. Everyone saying Kamara? Uh, I'm saying, I, I'm saying. I, I like, I like Alvin Kamara number one. Yeah. And I, and I would really, I really would like Julio up there too. If he didn't miss games. Yeah. That dude is a problem. He he he's a hundred. Like I said, he's a hundred clip every game. He's out there. Mm-hmm. I just wish he didn't miss games. But you can't take away from Alvin Kamara. He he is five and two. Like he is. So I, I go Kamara as well. I'm agree with Kamara as well because basically without him, that Saints. Who knows? The Saints will probably. Be oh yeah, it'd be it'd be real dark, real dark, real, real dark. dark, real dark. One hundred percent. I am not. I'm not gonna lie to y'all on that one because I'd be yeah. sitting there watching the games like. Yo, he didn't show up, man. If <laughs> he didn't show up, and everyone knows the game. You stop Kamara, and you most likely win. But they've been doing that, and he's still going off. For you, you can't stop Kamara. That's the problem. Yeah. The one game, one game I seen Kamara get stopped was against the Cowboys when they put Jordan Lewis on him, putting like a safety corner hybrid on him, and just follow him the whole game. But I don't think I don't know what the like defensive coordinators think. They just like all right, whatever. Like all right, swing pass. Yeah, and it's too it's too bad it's too bad Dak broke his ankle because that man was tearing it up. Oh, he would have been my pick. He would have been my pick for probably. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to see him. I wanted to see him win though behind those things because he was in a lot a lot of those games he was behind. Yep, still impressive, but like. But that's that's why I would give you offensive player of the year, not MVP, MVP. because I think offensive player of the year is just numbers right mvp you've got to be able to put wins together with it Definitely. right and he's still and he's still in the, he's still in the nfc east too that's the thing he plays against each of those teams twice Who knows yeah. he might be good he might be gone from after the season uh, I, jerry jones cannot let him go they, well, well they're, go, the thing. they're gonna hold him hostage let's, let, 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 but here's the thing that's sneaky now let's say that the cowboys end up with the top picker early where you can get Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. If you're Jerry Jones, do you say, I'm not going to pay a quarterback now. I'm going to take one of these young guys you're and have a rookie crazy. deal in again? You're crazy. I'm not I'm not saying I will, but I'm saying we all know Jerry Jones. We all know he's crazy. We all know he don't want to pay Dak. That's a, that's a good say, point. It's a good point. Do, because do they I take the, about, the – They fought about know, the contract over in the offseason. He didn't That's get what paid. I'm saying because you'll have a rookie deal now yeah. for five years. And maybe he'll say he's somebody else's problem now. 
Let him, let I, listen, let him walk. I'm, I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just right. saying don't put it past Jerry to think about I'll it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Dak Prescott would, would get scooped up in a heartbeat. Oh, my oh, yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. Sweepstakes. He's going to be hitting somebody over the head. Easy. You know, and you know who Chicago, would Chicago, Jacksonville. It might be your New team. Eng- New England. New England? Yeah. Yep. I'll say New England. New England would scoop him up in a second. He would run. What, Cam's yeah. only on a one-year deal, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, think it would be better. San Francisco. Uh, oh, Drew yeah. Brees is going to be leaving. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of places he could go. If he hits the market. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. If he hits the market, Big Ben might not be there anymore. I mean, if yeah. Dak hits the market, it's going to be a payday. It's hey. going to be a big payday. Hey, so Dak, he's probably Dak hoping that. He's probably hoping that they they draft for a quarterback, but the Jets aren't stupid either. The Jets know what they're in for. They're they're not they're not trying to win any games anytime soon. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be a race to the worst. Yeah, it's pretty much gonna be. Gonna but that's just be. It's gonna be like they're gonna hold to make to try to lowball Dak. They're gonna try to use where they're at in the draft and the injury to try to lowball him on the contract. So best case scenario for Dak is just leave and see what we can get anywhere else. Because I agree. Not a team that wouldn't want Dak. Kenny, that's a good point you brought up too. Because I, 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 I didn't I think didn't, about that. I didn't think about that because there's so many good quarterbacks coming in this year too. You know, Trevor Lawrence they, is just one of them. But what are they? Two and six. Yeah, yeah the whole NFC East has two two wins. I think. <laughs> Jesus, oh my goodness, they're all gonna be they're all gonna be uh, pick one through five. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> oh yeah, I want to say that Kamara's on pace for thirteen hundred yards receiving as yeah. a back too. How many touches? Insane. <laughs> oh no, there's five hundred touches. <laughs> He's gonna be the NFL's leading receiver. <laughs> He's Yo. insane. Eighty-five on ninety touches. Insane. <laughs> that is just ridiculous, bro. Is and if, if his body survives through the sixteen, could, could you imagine if? Could you imagine if Alvin Kamara was on a team that had an offensive line like a legit, like a like a Demarco Murray offensive line back when the Cowboys had that problem offensive line? Are you, are you saying what? Or yeah, their offensive line was like monstrous, of course. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine if he had a Dallas Cowboys offensive line? Not obviously now because the Andrews Pete, offensive line is, is decimated. But Andrews Pete bring, listen, he brings the, he kicks the Saints out of the top five O-line every <laughs> single week, bro. I watched him, bro. I watched him trip um, oh. he tripped, um uh, Armstead. And then Cooper's get sacked. I'm like, bro, like you killing me. Like it brings the line down so bad, man. Like, oh my goodness. Um, but going from there, I'll do some the big race. Yeah, the MVP. big race, man. The big race. We're gonna do. We'll do top three for this one. Three. Um, yeah, we'll do three for this one instead right. of one. Um, what about five? I'll give you my top five. No, no, we're doing three. Five too many. I give you Those my top four. Ten. Four and five is is hopefuls. And they're probably on your team. So we're not, uh-huh. we're not gonna do that. <laughs> Donald. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> he gonna be like uh McVeigh. But um <laughs> man, MVP, man. It's a lot of people balling right now, playing out of their minds. Uh Phil, we're gonna start with you, man. Who's your top three for MVP race right now? Um, it doesn't matter the order. It doesn't matter the order. Well, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one to three. The obvious okay. two is probably gonna be um, Russ and Mahomes since they're putting up monster numbers. And with the usage of the Saints, if if they start if they continue to win, I'm gonna have to go Alvin Kamara, number three for MVP, because just the usage there is just crazy. He's if they can make the playoffs a, a, a good record, that he might he you're gonna have to force him to get into conversation because he's whispers. Up, right. 
So of course. it's going to be um, Russ because he's playing on, he's playing like crazy. Mahomes is putting up almost as good numbers as him. And then tomorrow. <laughs> so. Boy, Mahomes, Mahomes has 21 touchdowns and one interception. <laughs> Mahomes though it's it's LeBron James thing like do we really think Mahomes is gonna, I I mean again it's phenomenal but Mahomes has to like put up a hundred touchdowns and no interceptions did to you, impress people at this did point. Did you see? Did you see the ESPN tweet this past weekend against the Jets? Mahomes had a pass to Tyreek Hill in the in the in the end zone, and I'm not kidding you, man. It was just a pass. Like it was literally just a throw. Like I've seen the throw made by any quarterback all year, <laughs> and ESPN lost its mind. Mahomes doing its thing again. I'm like, I could. Like, this is a pass. This is easy. Yeah. Like this, I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I understand Mahomes is really, really good. Like, don't get me wrong. He's obviously probably, he's probably the best quarterback in the league. But I just don't understand yeah. the love for yeah. everything he does. Like, right. there, exactly. So there, there are some things where it's like, okay, uh, he's already yeah. great. We don't need to make an right. average pass a great thing. Right. Because yeah. if you wait five seconds, I promise he'll do something great. Yeah, and that and they did that underhand pass to Kelsey. They they blew that up like. Yeah, wait, I saw that too, and I was very confused. Like, did I just see that? And I was like, an underhand shovel pass. Yeah. Okay. I do all that right. Madden all the time. All right, Kenny. What about you, man? Uh, number three, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers because I think he's still playing out of his mind. Number two, I'm going. Sorry, Russ, but I don't think you're. I, I me, I'm not giving you MVP again. Um, number one, I'm going with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is is having a year. Kyler Murray's not. Oh, Phil left the thing. We gotta get Phil back. Um, Kyler Murray's numbers are he's having a better season to week eight than Lamar Jackson was having last year. He has more rushing yards, more rushing touchdowns, more passing yards, better passer rating, better completion percentage, and more passing touchdowns. And we were all losing our mind last year when Lamar Jackson was playing football. Big trust. Big trust. Right. So Big I, trust. I'm just – I think that Kyler – I think that it, when the, the second half of the season, when the Cardinals start to catch steam, I think you're going to hear the name more. Kyler Murray for MVP is not going to be as crazy as it sounds right now. It's uh, I, I, a sneaky pick. That's a sleeper pick. I wouldn't go number one with him, but, I mean, it's a sleeper pick for sure. For sure. I'm uh, For me personally – Right now, I'm going to say Russ. Um, well, no, I'm going to say Mahomes. For, mm, I'm, saying, I'm, I'm going to say Mahomes right now. I get that they're going to probably not give it to him, regardless if he has 50 touchdowns and one interception. Right. Um, but I'm, Mahomes is just playing, like, just out of his mind anyway, week in, week out. I'm going to say Russ after that, and then I'm going to have to go with uh, AK right now. The way he's playing, and if he keeps it up, like Phil said, I think he's got a chance. But right now, it's a little whisper. Yeah, I don't think they can running backs love, unfortunately, because Gurley should have got it over Brady a couple years ago. Yeah, I, you just took the words out of my mouth. I, I my my MVP race, it's got it's just has to be quarterbacks because they just don't. I mean, Todd Gurley broke records that year. <laughs> he's he broke records, man, and they didn't give him the MVP, and he should have got it. Tom Brady didn't even have that good of a year. Uh, I mean, he did, but. Todd Gurley should have deserved comparison, that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you really got you really got to outdo that that season. And that was a second and MVP voting season to get MVP votes. And I don't think Kamara's there. Todd Gurley had like twelve touchdowns, like thirteen touchdowns by the halfway point last year, or something insane, or mm-hmm. two years ago. Um, my top three, it's Russell Wilson number one right now for sure. The man, you guys talk about LeBron James effect. 
with Russell Wilson, this is the Leonardo DiCaprio effect. <laughs> yes, that's that's perfect. He's never Leo didn't win an Oscar for all the movies he was ever in, and they finally just gave him one. This he's is kind finally, of that. he's finally speaking up too. Yeah, and he's finally speaking up, and it's kind of like, like it's kind of like, like why how how do we let this slip through the cracks for so many years? He's one of mm-hmm. the most consistent football players we've ever seen. He brings his teams to playoffs every year. He's very he's really 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 good. He's got to be number one on the MVP for sure. He's done it with no one around him, really. He ever. doesn't have anybody. I mean, <laughs> like, he, he Doug Baldwin, like right, he, and he's just getting. He was kind of already doing this. Now it's like, okay, you got you got now you, uh, you baby Megatron, Tyler, right? Yeah, like, you got what? baby Megatron, and you got the fucking and Tyler name, Lockett that catches be, everything. Besides, besides Marshawn Lynch, I can't name you a Seattle running back that he's had in the past five years. Cause they really change can't. like they, like I changed my underwear. Exactly. That's why it's, it, they, he just, he never has an offensive line and the past since Legion of boom, he hasn't had a defense and he's doing it, man. He's doing it without any of it. So the O-line, gonna, O-line is probably one of the best in the league right now. Number wise, they say, uh, so we'll see what Aaron Donald says about that. No, I'm uh, just saying. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling nah, you. Man. I get it. That, no, so, and that, this is yeah. the first time though in a while, though. Yeah, because yeah, they said they said once. Time. Uh, what, what was it? Dwayne Brown. I think the left yeah. tackle. Once he got there, the line the lines got more. They, they basically they got like just pretty much better. Yeah, definitely. Iron together and all that other shit. They were doing some bio pick on it. I mean, I hate, I hate that. I hate MVP races because they always come down to quarterbacks. Um, yeah. it's really only three right now in my mind. I mean, last week, a couple weeks ago, it was a, there was a big jumble at the top for this. I mean, Josh Allen was in the conversation as well. But right now, it's it's Russell, one. Two, I got to give it to Pat Mahomes because, like you said, he's just Pat Mahomes. And three, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is doing stuff, too. Besides that Tampa Bay game, Aaron Rodgers was doing things, and he didn't have Devontae Adams for six games. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got to be in the conversation as well. And everything anything can change with the MVP race. One or two games, it's like the Heisman race. One or two games and you don't go off, you're not getting MVP. So there's a lot of games left to play and a lot of tough games left to play, and any of these quarterbacks can get hurt. Right, like as, as crazy as it is, like we're all in agreement that it really should be Russell. Like, yeah, I said Kyler Murray, but, yeah. you know, I'm just throwing yeah. out the name. Like, it should be Russell Wilson. But, like, let's say Russell Wilson loses that division by one game and Pat Mahomes, like they're going to, like yeah. you said, because it ultimately comes out of that. Like Russell Wilson could have a career year and have a, a record-breaking season. They're going to say, well. What did he do? You know, exactly, because that's yeah. what happens with Russell Wilson. It's like right. it's. It's oh, just, oh, he they, didn't bring they find excuses to, to not oh, give it to okay. him. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. <clears throat> Which is too bad because he should he should have one. He should have one for sure. There's no I mean, really, to not even have, have an MVP vote is crazy. Like, yeah. that's what's wild to me. Like, I saw someone say something like, well, how is that really disrespectful? How is it disrespectful? Because you didn't even think he was capable of being in third place? In third place. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> insane. Oh man, what a great episode, man! I definitely enjoyed having you out here, Neil. We gotta get you on here again. Um, I'm down, whatever. We're, def- down. we're definitely gonna get you on um, when the Rams lose again. That's when we will get uh, you so out we'll here. We'll see next. you. Right, I'll see, we'll next see you. Week they play. I'll, see, I'll see you two weeks from now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, definitely appreciate you for jumping on here with us. Um, great content again. Um, and like I said, everybody that tunes in, we really appreciate y'all. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Let me get my Funko Pop. Boy, you had to ask him the question. I didn't get